This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com. Ian Boltzmann. Yeah, get from under the desk, you. Alright there, mate. It's Monday. It's 4pm. That can mean only one thing. You're wasting your time. On today's radio show, at 4.30pm, we have Mina Ryan in the studio to chat about Exchange Theatre's The Flies. Going to be talking about that. Then at 5pm, Imran Yusuf and Ashley Blake will be in the studio surrounding surrounding their comedy show, Profit Sharing, (laughs) is what it says on my screen. Surrounding their comedy (laughs) show. That's what they're going to be doing. Funny about under desks, but they can't type something, right? <laughs> then at 5.30pm, Dino Fetcher and Tania Miller are in the studio to talk about the BBC stroke HBO drama Years and Years. What they're surrounding the HBO slash BBC show. Surrounding. They're going to be All surrounding around it. That. I mean, if no one's heard of who's on, what's the point in even saying well, it? Well, they have! Well, what do you want to talk about? Well, listener? I thought we were going to talk... You. Oh, sorry. What do you want to talk about, listener? If get you don't like that. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, get in touch, 0330. Just have a stab at the rest of it. Ian Boltzmann. Welcome to the show. Yep. Both myself and Nat are a bit tired. Yep. We both had, we did a pre-record earlier on, it's wiped us out a little bit. It was lively, wasn't it? It was lively, wasn't it? We had a very uh, bigger-than-life guest on who was fantastic. Chico was on. Chico, yeah, Chico was on. We can spoiler it for next week. Yeah, Chico off um, Thingy, what he done. Chico time. Uh, He was on, having a chat. No, it didn't go how you'd think it would go, that interview, by the way. And the only reason it stopped was because he had to go and rescue his car. Might get banned, that interview. No, it won't get banned. (laughs) I feel like in the future that's the sort of thing that could be banned. Really? Yeah, I do, yeah. Through Just who? incitement to something or other, it'll be. No, he wasn't incite to anything. He, he was, was grooming just... us, mate. <laughs> we did feel like we might be yeah. in a cult now. No, in a sex in way. In a good way. In a sex way. Well, not a sex way that we know of. Maybe well, that would be the, Maybe that would be the next part of it. See who else is in the cult? Well, I'm not in it, am I? It's about well, fitness I think, stuff, I think you it? are. But he said, like, mind fitness as well as physical Whatever. fitness. Whatever. Whatever, yeah, That's next week. That's Whatevs. next week. Matt Ebbs, mate. Um, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I've got I've, some I've, notes. Have you? Really? I've had a horrible day. Getting here today was a nightmare because of all this Trump well, that's bo- what, bollocks. That's what, that's tick tick for that. So the Trump, Trump has that's arrived. I was going to make it sound natural now, but then you, then you say it's something that's written down on a show order. I've got an order here. Just go along with it. I can't even read my own handwriting. Just go along with it, mate. Um, so Trump's arrived. He flew into Stansted Airport this morning. I don't morning. care. Um, I don't really care about that either, but you I don't care. care because it... 
disrupted your travel here? No, I don't, no that's not why I care about it. Oh, no, I don't care about it. It didn't disrupt me. I wasn't late. Okay. So it didn't. There's a lot of people. But I just think that's a, a very misguided way of doing this. By protesting? Yes, yeah, stupid. Absolutely oh. stupid. You've got a rampant egomaniac who thrives on attention and you're giving him that attention. Yeah. If, you wanna, if you really want to hurt Trump, don't go and protest on the streets. Do nothing. Mm. Do nothing. Make London look like the last fucking, the first 20 minutes of 28 days later. Do that. Make it empty. That actually would so be there's really no good. one here. So no one's interested in any way, shape or form. The more of you that go and protest it, the more his fucking rampant, fevered ego is stoked. Right. That's and what happens he'll there. He'll be in a frenzy on Twitter. Completely that. Yeah. Look how many people. And it'll get twisted round to look how many people came out in support and all that sort of thing. Honestly, it's, it's so... I'm sick of people campaigning for stuff and sick of people um, having causes who don't think just one or two steps ahead to what they're going to do, is how that will further impact. So I'll tell you what, here's what will happen now, right? However many hundreds of thousands of people turn up tomorrow or whatever they're in the protest, right? They'll turn up, right? Mm-hmm. They'll all buy coffees and stuff. They'll all they'll, they'll plough an absolute fortune into the economy of London, right? A, a yeah. fortune! Yeah. Now, how's that going to dissuade it from the future? They're going to go, do you know what? Let's have him back again. Right. Because all the protests come out, we'll make a fucking mint. Whereas if you mm. didn't go there, if you kept away and made London a ghost town, yeah. and it hit the economy that way, they'd go, we can't do this again, it's going to cripple us. Yeah, that, that is true. And as with, not just with Trump, a lot of people who thrive off oxygen, if they don't get it anymore, I don't mean in real life, I mean by you know journalists or, yeah. or those sort of, you know exactly the kind yeah, of people. Yeah. If they suddenly, they put out a tweet, which they know is going to cause a reaction, and not one single person replied, not one single person yeah. retweeted, then they would think, oh my Absolutely God, that. okay, what do I do All now? All them people. Yeah. Because we're living in a world... For, for, I was say for better, for worse, for worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where all attention is good attention. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's a natural progression of that all publicity is good publicity thing. Yeah. Where all attention, it's all about hits. It's all about how many people are following you on Twitter or Instagram or any of them things. It's all about likes. It's all about all this sort of shit. So there's people now who are campaigning. Who that's what their agenda actually is. Mm-hmm. Their agenda. What? How? How do you protest something that's already happening? I know. Right now. If you want to do it, do it three weeks ago. But Go and do it then. It wouldn't do any difference if you did it three weeks. Like ultimately, protesting is not going to stop him coming over here. That was always going to happen. There wasn't going to be a point where. Well, that, that's issue one. So, that, so first yeah. off, that's true. That's true. That's a shame that that's happened. But mm. a protest and a march now will do absolutely nothing. We saw that with the Iraq War, right? Mm. That's it, it. Will do absolutely nothing at all. Make, the decisions are made, the decisions will happen. Yeah. Okay, so it's pointless. But if you want to go make your voice heard, I'm all for that. But to go out to someone who thrives on that, who thrives on attention, good and bad, mm. you're playing right into his hands. That's, exa- that, that's exactly what he wants you to do. Because he's of the opinion, it seems, that being talked about is better than not being talked about, no matter right. what they're saying. Well, we can see in America of all the right, like the women's marches, the uh, pro abortion marches, the marches about, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, yeah. the marches about the war and the immigration. It hasn't affected anything. It's, it's still not, but that's, doing that's it. a show of solidarity. That's not about yes. a specific thing. And that's not. It, you've got to know your. Do you remember the thing I said? And I, I know you hate me bringing him up, but remember what I said about Gaunt when Gaunt came here? Yes. And, he, and I said to you in private, and then I then said it publicly. The, the reason he lost that fight is because he didn't know who he was fighting. Mm-hmm. Is that he came in thinking that his usual armoury of being bullshy and shouting and saying, I'll get you sacked and all that sort of thing would work. And it right. didn't work because he was up against cleverer people than him. Yeah. And people that were more savvy and were more vicious, actually, when under attack than he could ever be, but a bit more 
tactical with it and a right. bit more able to take his abuse and counter with stuff that we knew would get under his skin. Now, the problem is you've got to know your enemy. So what you know about Trump is you know that he thrives on that. On attention. He, he yeah. loves the attention. So how do you damage someone who's an, who's an attention seeker? You don't give them any attention. You don't give that. You don't give do that. He'd be, he'd be wanking over a protest for or against him. Mm, as long as it's Metaphorically speaking. Him, yeah. yeah, totally. That's all it's about. It's complete egomania. Yeah. So if you go and do a big protest against him, he'll love that. Fucking love it. Well, if And you're... again, knock on, you're ploughing into the economy, so you're making it a successful business day for London. Okay. Of well, course you know, they'll bring him back. If you were at the Trump protest right now, just listening in, let us know. Well, they're not, because they're all having picnics and being very proud of themselves, patting them on the back that they're making a difference, and you're not right. making a difference. How you make a difference is you work out who your enemy is, and you work out how to best affect them. And the best way to affect Donald Trump is to ignore him. What's the best way to affect you? I don't have no idea. I don't mm. know, but I'm sure there's one. I'm sure there's a way of getting under my skin. What would it be? Probably that. Probably doing all that stuff. What, protesting? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You'd be the opposite. You'd yeah, hate, yeah, you yeah. genuinely would hate it. Yeah, like, yeah. Outside your house, just, just constant <coughs> totally. people protesting outside yeah, your house. That. And make that. it into, like at Westminster, when they made it into a, like a village, with just people camping Do out that. there. Do that outside my house. That's too. good. All right, I'll see you later. I'll put the tent up. <laughs> It'll really there. upset me. No, but I, I feel really quite strongly about no, that. No, I know. Because it's not, you're not thinking... You, you, you're yeah. not thinking it. You, you're thinking, well, what do you do? Oh, you have a protest. It's like, no, because this is a person who wants a protest. Yeah, yeah. He wants that. Well, he's expecting it, isn't he? When he knew, when he after the Trump balloon last time, he can only expect that we would do something and, similar. And another thing, by the way, if you're anti-Trump and you follow Trump on Twitter, you are part of the problem. I see that all the time. With you a lot are of... absolutely, and, yeah. and I, I'm not listening to. Yeah. Oh, I just want to see what he's up to. No, fuck that. Do not follow him well, you on can Twitter. Look. You don't have to follow. If you someone. follow him on Twitter, mm. you are part of the problem, and I genuinely mean that because until his Twitter account goes rock bottom, the amount of people that supposedly do dislike him versus the amount of people that actually support him. He thinks he he thinks that support. He's the sort of person who will see his Twitter following as how many people like him. Yeah. Unfollow him, you idiots. Well, but you, you won't because you're making yeah. a career out of it. Because you're using it for your own career to show how right on you are. It, honestly, it yeah, makes but my you don't blood have to boil. follow somebody. You could just check in every hour with them. You, you should don't be have to fucking to block them. him. Never mind, mm. block him. And all this stuff about oh, I want to see what's going on. And say, well, you, why, why? What are you going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. Mm. Most powerful man in the world. There's nothing you can do about it. It's out of your hands. It's and stop like, kidding yourself that it isn't. It's okay to want to be informed, though, to keep up with what he's talking about. Why? Who it's knows gonna, what it's going to drive next? you to suicide. It's ridiculous. You, all you're doing is you're feeding all that negativity into yourself. That's all you're doing. It's honestly idiotic behaviour. I'm going to unfollow him now, then. Well, go, <laughs> no, make I'm sure joking, you I do. Don't, I'm not going to do anything on this show until you have. I actually have never followed him. And never such, I don't follow any of those sort of people. It's such a foolish thing. If Hitler was around to, today, he'd have fucking 20 million Twitter was, followers. All right. people disagreeing with what he says. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. You idiots. Sorry, I don't follow him. <laughs> Nobody don't makes me really cross. I know. Anyway, should we talk about Think. I, I hear you went with Johnny Vegas to some rugby. <laughs> <I saw> <laughs> I did, yeah. I saw that on Twitter, actually. Uh, Saints are through to the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. You did that photo where you were in the background and said it was your favourite photo oh, yeah, ever. Yeah. So okay, I did, so that was Tara I did Jones. see it. So Tara Jones plays for the Saints women's rugby team. Yeah. Okay, by the put Tara's name down because I'm happy to have her as a guest. Tara. What's her name, sorry, Tara? Uh, Tara Jones. Tara Jones. Um... Uh, she's uh, she plays for Saints women's team, but she's also a referee as well. She's Ooh. like she, like she's really proper, like ambitious within the game and that, and right, she's doing yeah. a really good job of self-promotion and, and promoting the game itself. Um, I didn't go with Johnny to the game, actually. 
Okay. We went separately, but we hooked up when he was there. Oh, did yeah. you? Hooked oh, up, wink, God. wink. Oh, he exhausted me. Oh, I can see, yeah. Do you know what happened? What was fun about it? Hanging out with Johnny. Well, not That's that. Fun, right? Well, um, what was fun about it was there were two Saints players. One for, Well, Wellens, Paul Wellens. Yeah, oh, friend in, of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. So Paul Wellens shouted over to me, all right, Ian, and all that sort of thing. We had a little chat. Honestly, if I if I, I was leaning over when he said it, and I, I, I wouldn't have dared stand up straight at that point. <laughs> I wouldn't have dared. So Paul Wellens has just, just oh my said my name, remembered my name and said hello to me, so we are friends now. And I think that's how it works, you are. Yeah. And then uh, Lou McCarthy Scarsbrook, who also plays for Saints. And um, both of them, when I was with Johnny, initially said hello to me. Uh, like initially did we- that. And we had this ongoing sort of competition through the day then about who knew the same. And obviously, they all, in real life, they all know him first and yeah, foremost, of course, right? Yeah. Well, they know you now, too. Yeah, but they know him even if they don't know him. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody knows me from something else. They know me from if I've met them or whatever, we've mm. chatted or whatever. They go, it's Johnny's mate, though. Is what? They go, that's Johnny's mate. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. I, I have no doubt I am that, right? Not to them now, but to maybe some of the fans. Maybe. But... Um, this went on for the entire day, and there's a, there's a player called Johnny Lomax, right? He's an international player. He's exceptional. He's a Saints player. Very good player. He's in the England team and stuff, in the Great Britain team. And uh, Johnny Vegas had gone to the toilet, and I I don't know Johnny Lomax at all, okay. uh, but it was quite quiet in there. Everyone had gone then at that point. And I said to Johnny Lomax, when Vegas comes back, just give it a sec and then come over and say hello, Ian. And even I'll remember that because it's my dad's name, right? I don't okay, just do that, but but I'm completely blanking. Yeah. <laughs> right, completely yeah. blank Vegas. Um, so I was recording, I had my phone on the bar, just out of the way for yeah. a minute. And he came over and he did it. And Vegas was sort of a, like, it wasn't quite there in the conversation, so I actually shooed Johnny Lomax <laughs> away at one point, and then he came back and did it. And, um, and Vegas obviously reacted to it and stuff. And then Johnny Lomax fucking bottled it. Why? Just caved in on it and went, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Johnny, I'm sorry. Ian talked, you say Ian said to me to do that. Yeah, yeah, oh. totally. I totally bottled it. I was so cross with him. Yeah. But then he followed me on Twitter and that. Oh, well, so it's fine. It makes all the difference, doesn't it? <laughs> he must be in. a fan of screen, yours. I screen grabbed it. Oh, did you? <laughs> Genuinely did. Because Johnny Lomax followed me on Twitter. That's so, nice. Right. So you're friends now. That's nice. I don't know if we're friends. I but, think that's how it works. But we had a bit of a laugh. Oh. I actually said to me, I hope you don't bottle the semi-final in the same way. <laughs> We've got a good draw in the semi-final. We've drawn Halifax, who are the only championship team that's the lowest here uh, remaining. But it's always a bit of banana skin, that, because they could really raise their game. It's their their final, that is. So it's not a done deal at all. But all being well, we should get past Halifax and be at the final Wembley. Oh, good. And if we are, we'll get well on again, eh? Yeah, we'll get Or Johnny Lomax. Yeah. Or John okay. Wilkin. I'll tell you what, yep. John, John Wilkin. Wilkin. Okay, write him down. Um, used to play for Saints, doesn't anymore. He plays for Toronto now. And John Wilkins doing a lot of stuff with the BBC for their five, their five live podcasts for rugby league is absolutely brilliant. Not okay. just about it's not just about rugby league, right, right, right. That's the starting point. Okay. But John Wilkins philosophises about life and how your career works and how you adapt within your career and all that. So he's proper coming to his own, John Wilkins. Like he's okay. a really good talker. And, and when would the Wembley match be? Uh, last weekend of August. Oh, loads of time to get sorted. Okay, that's yeah. good. Well, fingers that's crossed. That's presuming we get there as well. Oh, Although, to be honest do. with you, I, I like promoting the game anyway. I'd have someone on talking about the Challenge Cup final, but I might mm. be in a sulk if we're not there. Yeah. And it's best not to do it the week after, because if we go there and lose, I just won't want to talk oh, about it. I'd be furious. Uh, it'd just be too upsetting. It would be upsetting. Sport just makes people just have very emotions, various emotions, doesn't it? That's a good thing, though. So does love now. 
Oh, yeah. So there's love and relationships. I was going to say something, but that would be a spoiler it. to next week, so I'm not going to say what I was going to say. What was going to say? We brought up the concept of love with Chica. Didn't I did, you? yes. Me, me, and Chica, me and Chica discussed the concept of love yes. on a metaphysical level. I liked it. I'm not even joking. It genuinely was not the interview you would expect. No, including us, what he said. He went, wow. Uh, I didn't think I'd be coming there to talk about this. And how many people leave this studio saying that? Most of them. For the, in this show? Nine out of ten, I'd How say. many people leave this studio going, fuck, that was, I wasn't expecting that. I really enjoyed Most that. Most people. That's because I'm exceptional. <laughs> done <laughs> I'm having the time of my life And oh so quiet. Sorry, it's oh so quiet. Oh uh, no, so quiet, it's called. It's it's. That's not the version I played. Oh, okay, you've, the remix you did <laughs> yeah, there. I, the okay. I preferred it. <laughs> right, I tell you what, and I don't do stand up anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. I do still loosely work in comedy, right? Yes. I defy anybody to say that I've lost any of my comedic <laughs> ability because the fact I can even think of that and then that do it good. just shows quite what a great comedy mind I am. I enjoyed that more than the original version, to be honest. You tell me you don't like the actual version of I it. can't stand that song. Oh, I do quite like it. It's just the, sh- that one the was shush better. bit. That was better. But I would listen to that. Yeah. Um, Marek, Mark, has tweeted oh, God, in. Mark, not Mark, Mark Stevenson. Myself laugh. Um, he's tweeted in, I agree, loves the remix, he agrees yeah, with you. With the Bjork remix, He yeah, says, yeah. ignore the egomaniac. Oh, it's not very nice to say me. that about you, is it? <laughs> Uh, Mark. Can't ignore me, mate. It's my show. Building his profile only fuels his re-electability. I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's entirely true, but I, I know what you mean. What do you, by building his profile, know, as in, in a, a negative way? I don't know if it's building it. Maybe, maybe. But then he says, Trump is immoral. Yeah. He sucks up the views of those around him. He is valueless. His only value is money. It's pretty concise. Um, Thank you, Mark. Uh, yeah, overall, Mark, I think my... I'm not going to carry on with it, but I think my beef is just the, the idea that people don't... And I, and I feel this across all militant activism, right? Mm-hmm. People don't think of the damage they're doing. Mm-hmm. They just think that anything is positive, and it's not. It isn't always. Sometimes you are feeding the beast. Sometimes you are making it worse. And I, I think that that's... Yeah. That's my take on that, anyway. I think Very it's, true. Yeah, I think it's making it much worse. Please don't take this as me being some sort of Trump sympathiser because obviously I couldn't be further from that but I do have a critical thinking head on me yeah yeah I will think a few steps ahead and go well that will do that 
What's happened? What happened? There's like something flying in the air. Oh, okay, that's nice. Uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm st- I'm, to be honest with you, now I'm I'm off all that now. I'm now on to being very pleased with myself for my Benny Hill okay. Björk remix. <laughs> I think that's nice. That will be coming onto some vinyl soon. We'll be pressing those up, ready to play. The hit of the summer, I think. What would we have to go through? What rights would we have to go through to get? She probably wouldn't allow it. She wouldn't allow it. I don't know who composed. Even though it's brilliant. Well, you never know with her. She might listen to it and go, "Us is actually wonderful." Um, Who who did it? Someone Rudolph. The Benny Hill show theme that it's Booch Randolph, but I'm not sure. I have a feeling it might be like Mancini or someone like that. or one of them, it might have been one of them, did it pre-exist before Benny Hill? It probably did, Yeah, yeah, it? I, think it, I don't think it was for Benny Hill. It's probably out of a porn film. A lot of incidental music. It's a sexy song. No, no, but a lot of music film. like that originated in porn, like Minar Minar and the Muppets. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, that's where that came from. That came from a blue. Minar Minar. In a porn film? It was originally in a porno, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that there's too fast. So that would be a very quick sex scene. It's one I minute, could do one that. I could keep one, up with that. One minute and one. Because it is one minute one. I could do it for that. If it was right. like six minutes long, I'd be dead. <laughs> but I could do it for, I could reckon you could get a good minute out of me. A rampant minute. So a good minute, not just a minute. I could manage a rampant minute. When I was younger, I was pretty, like, I could proper go for it. My record, I think, was 23 in one night. Bullshit. Honestly. 23 what? 23 23 to completion shut up honestly honestly I don't know if that means you're good or bad because all it means is it's probably over very quickly per time honestly I've I've got no idea no it wasn't wasn't quick at all it was in a caravan Um, I can remember the night clearly 23 times over a night means that it couldn't be for that long per time it stopped being fun (laughs) just a chore just like an endurance test I wonder if I've exaggerated it. I wonder if I've just I don't think it's 23 out of the I air. don't think it's 23. I'm feeling it, do you know what, even as I'm saying it, I think it might have been 16. Two to three? No, 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 it was up in the teens, 16 easy. 16 times. No, no, I'm not boasting, by the way. Okay. Please don't take it as laddish boasting. I'm not. It was horrible. It would be chafing after. It was insatiable. I was just, yeah, okay, well. And after that, were you, were you a little bit? she died. <laughs> <laughs> not that night. Uh, Unconnected. After that many times, well, were you mm. like, I think I'm going to give sex a rest Red for a raw, minute. Red yeah, raw, mate. Yeah, exactly, horrible. right? Yeah, yeah, not good at all. Yeah, right. Not good. Not well, quite to the stage of, you know, actually breaking the skin, but well, close. And that just reminds me of that horrific. Also, if, if you've had sex 16 times a night, call the show. 033 if you want to beat in. 223 We've got loads of guests. We have, actually. We don't need you to call in. Sex, someone did tweet early. Um, what do they say? Loads and loads of guests, because there's a years and years connection. Oh, okay. Someone t- I can't remember who did that now. I'm not um, familiar with any of these things, by the okay. way. Well, years and years is a very it's a big show at the moment on the BBC. It's got Emma Thompson. It's got Russell Tovey in it. It's got Rory right. Kinnear in it. Right. Um, and Russell T. Davis has written it. Right, okay. It's good. Um, you said that Mia Ryan was Ryan. 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 Um, she was in has, Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, she was in. She was in some Game of Thrones. Yeah, the payoff at the end. I know I'm not the only one to say is like just don't bother. I mean, do bother if you want to. But I finally got around to watching the last episode yesterday. This took right. me like two weeks to get around to it because I couldn't be asked. But because um, you'd heard bad things about it, was it that reason? I sort of because really? even I've seen that. That you know, I'm mostly absent from social media. I, I go in there from time to time for right. like twenty minutes. But well, there was a petition. I think about a million people. So in the grand scheme of things, not that many people, but a million signed to say like, let's just redo the whole last series. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. So so there we go. That ties in again. Yeah. That ties you're in right. again. Yeah. What on a, what what did you think was going to happen? Well, like they're all going to go. They're going to get all the cast back, spend all the money, fucking do the petitions. Sets, the I'm sets. sick of hearing about well, fucking petitions. It's, I think they can't mean it to be serious. If you think about it, all the sets would have been taken down. The amount of money it was spent on that show, and it would have been filmed what six months ago, maybe more but than people that. People starting petitions I and know, promoting petitions all the time. It doesn't do anything. 
It's, and it's that, it's just, oh, it's well, if you get so many, they raise it in Parliament. Yeah, they raise it and go, yeah, fuck that. It's to make a point on that one, isn't it? So it doesn't the make cast, any point, does it? We know. To the cast, so the cast know that people aren't happy with it. Well, then just say you don't like it if you feel true, you have true. to pass judgment on I something know. that you couldn't possibly create yourself. But you don't have to start a petition. What is wrong with people? A petition. Like fucking infants. Yeah, there's a lot of petitions. I think, though, that I watched Game of Thrones. I realised, I think I don't think I've ever really liked it. I think I watched it because everyone else did, and I thought, oh, I might as well join in. I'm not going to do that again on shows, I think. Why? Because I'm That's just going to say, like, I'm going to say, will I like those sort of programmes, Game of Thrones-ish type ones? Generally, no, I don't. Yeah. So let me not join in on the next was it? one. Was it Stuart Lee said it was uh, Peter Stringfellow's Lord of the Rings? That's what he called it. <laughs> that was an amazing one. That's actually probably true, isn't it? And I don't, I, know, I, don't, I, mean, I know what Game of Thrones contained. I mean, there's the loads day. of those historical. There was I watched the Borgias, the Tudors, was it the Tudors or Jonathan Rees Myers? Uh, Rome. They're all just like historical, right. sexy dramas. Okay, they're fine. I learned some good history actually, but not a patch on Caligula. None of them are. Oh, they well, that they, you ever they, seen Caligula? No, but I've always wanted because I know that he was, a, he was a who was in that? Was it Derek Jacobi? Malcolm McDowell. I think Derek Jacobi was in yeah, it. Yeah, I think it so. Had, uh, so do you know the story of it? What happened with uh, Caligula? The actual, the real Caligula. No, the a, story of what happened with that film. No, I thought it was a T. Oh no, I was thinking of I Claudius. That's not right. Caligula. Is so it? Caligula, no. the movie Caligula. It's actually, it's. I'd say it's infinitely watchable. I think I found it very oh, watchable, it? but it's, it is. It isn't good. Okay. Who directed <coughs> it? Me. Someone well known. I can't remember the guy's name. He's really famous. I'm going to look on IMDb because I want to know. Yeah, do. But he's really, really famous. Anyway, what had happened was they were making two films at the same time and nobody knew. The director was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what he was doing? So they'd employed people like Malcolm McDowell. Peter O'Toole's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it had an amazing cast. Oh, it was Tinto Brass. Tinto Brass, right? Who's known for kind of titillating them sort of films, right? With Helen Mirren's in it. Yeah, yeah. No, the cast is. Exquisite. John Gilgood. Right, there we go. Wow, okay. Now, unbeknownst to them, what was also happening on the same set is he was also essentially shooting a porno at the same time. Right. And the idea was to integrate. So if you watch the uncut version of Caligula, as uncut as you can get it, uh, it is like two films are going on at the same time. (laughs) So... People like John Gilgood and all that sort of thing uh, aren't party to any of these. Because they think they're doing a, a serious kind of romps. historical drama. I imagine Miriam yeah. was because she she did take her clothes off a bit back yeah, in the but day, it went right? Not, not in this, not in this manner. And Peter O'Toole, I didn't think was aware that again he was in wouldn't this be film. shy about it. But it's he a di- it's a different yeah. style of yeah, movie yeah, yeah. that is contained within that movie. I bet Malcolm McDowell was maybe. I reckon otherwise, Miriam and again, McDowell would have been more aware. I'm pretty sure that they, but they weren't involved in the scenes. <laughs> So there's just lots of so it was being they were shooting porn films. Stuff, right? the, the orgy scenes is a different matter because that okay. was historically accurate apparently. Yeah, Caligula was a filthy yeah. little thing, yeah. wasn't he? Um, horses and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was into all um, kinds of stuff. But uh, the actual what what would be classed as it means probably kind of softcore porn, really. Yeah. In, in reality, now is how we would term it. Um, but all them scenes are just sort of dropped into the film. They come out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and they supposedly didn't know that, that was going on. <laughs> So this film came out that was essentially a bluey. <laughs> and so was there a big premiere for it? There With was a big the, red I don't carpet. Know, I don't know. Sir John Gilgood. Uh, yeah, I know. It was it's, banned for a long do you time. Do there was a lot of films that were considered either video nasties or yeah. banned for what, like Clockwork Orange being one Clockwork as well. Clockwork Orange wasn't banned. 
Oh no, it was Kubrick that yeah, Kubrick, Kubrick didn't himself. learn it, did he? Because yeah, yeah. he didn't like the violence that was coming off the back. No, it wasn't of... that. His family were threatened. It was to do with that. Why were they threatened? Because of this movie, for whatever reason that provoked this reaction, okay. then, then he was getting threats to his family, so oh, he wow. withdrew the film. Okay, that's I apparently th- what happened. I hadn't seen it. Ha- oh shit! The bed. I've stood on my mic. Oh, um, so when he died, is that when it got re-released? Because yeah. I remember watching it and thinking, okay, I need to watch it again. I was too young when I watched yeah. it to really understand. I mean, I'm not a fan of that movie. To be no, honest with you, I tried to read the book. I didn't. Couldn't. Dave Prowse is in it. Who plays Darth Vader? Played oh, Darth okay. Vader. He's in it. I'm. I remember when they had. There's a bit. With a statue, right? With the with the, the sculpture, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the big penis, it? yeah, the big penis. But there were a lot of films. Yeah. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's banned, I think. Yeah, yeah. I spit on your grave. You ever banned, seen that? Yeah. Horrible film. Horrible film. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people were trying to argue it as a work of feminist fiction, but I spit on your grave. Yeah. Right. Was that the one somewhere they kill the turtle in? I can't remember that. I just remember she gets gang raped on an island. She goes around, she kills them all. And the last scene is she cuts his penis off, chucks, it, like chucks it in the sink, and then uh, locks the door. But right. it's a grotesque. Oh, and they've remade it as well, which is a bit right. weird. Oh, and there were Straw Dogs as well. She's on a roll. Because oh, I was really into like all the banned films and watching them. Ooh, someone's but blood's getting up. They didn't really live up to Straw Dog. Well, the argument with Straw Dogs again, as I recall, was a big rape scene. In that was there too, was a rape it? scene, but it wasn't the fact there was a rape scene. It was the fact that there was an inference within the rape. Fi- rape scene that the victim was enjoying it mm-hmm. that was what the issue was please, please what are you doing you put a goal, my ball gag in sorry <laughs> <laughs> no because I was thinking that's also and if you watch the remake where it's Kate Bosworth and Alexander Skarsgård it, mm. it sort of implies it in that too because Does they it? used okay. to date okay and so she's she's she is being raped but she's not yeah there's just a moment where you think oh okay does she actually yeah. Like that, and so I don't know. I don't think it was Sam Peckinpah that banned that film. I think it got no. I think it was, it was banned. Here, I, I think right? it was banned. I think. I right. think. No, I think it Does was. Does is well up on all these things, but no, he'll, just, he'll just know about all the video nasties. I would imagine. I don't know. I just had a weird fascination with watching as many as I could to see like as many banned films. Yeah. As possible. Well, when yeah. they became when a few years ago, they, the BBFC unbanned lots of films, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Well, again, there's another thing again which ties into the theme of the show thus far, which is there are certain actions that you can take which actually fan the flames. So, yeah. really, there are films that... like Reservoir Dogs would not have been the hit it was unless it had been banned. It just wouldn't have was done. Was it banned? It was banned, yeah, yeah, for, for quite a long time. And that made it... On a, DVD, a, though? No, it came out of the cinema, didn't it? Uh, I can't remember. Something happened over that with okay. the release of it. It was, it was passed around on Pirate for a long time, I remember oh, that. Oh, OK. Um, was that... That fanned the flames of it, so that made people go, "Oh well, I want to, see, I want to see this thing I'm not allowed well, to course. see." Of course, that's the natural thing, isn't it? It's the curiosity there to go, "Why, why yeah. are you telling me I can't watch something? Let me watch it. Let me." So hear really, it. if you're thinking long game as a film director, you, you your best bet is get it banned. Yeah, get okay. it banned smartish, and then yeah. later on you can. It's that thing, the film, the film they didn't want you to see, and all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. It really speaks to people's. But then when you watch it, sometimes you're like, "Oh, okay, right, yeah." But I need to... Uh, there we go. Oh, so Reservoir Dogs uh, became a box office hit when it opened in the UK, but it was banned on, I thought so, home video yeah. here. On so t- I remember being 95. at the cinema. Yeah, okay. So really, when you think about it, it opened in cinemas in, in 93 yeah. and was banned on home video till 95, which isn't really that far out of the not, remit of what you'd wait for video anyway. Couple, well, <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, they come on, they come out very quickly. A few on, months. On, 
um, Netflix or whatever, don't they? Yeah. But why was it actually banned, though? Was there a particular scene in it or just the whole well, violence well, the, of it? I think it was the whole normalisation of violence is what the argument was, as I recall. Again, I might be wrong on yeah. that, but I'm pretty sure it was that. The casual nature of the violence, the quite horrific violence. But Reservoir Dogs isn't particularly gory as a film. There's only the bit where they cut the guy's the ear, ear off. off the, yeah. And even that is done off camera. It's true, actually. You don't see it. The, the argument, the counter-argument to Reservoir Dogs has and always will be that it's one of the few films that actually shows the outcome of violence. So uh, Tim Roth's shot in the stomach, and he is dying for a long time in agony in that film. Mm. He's not just like, boom, and then he's down, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a drawn-out death, that is. Which, ironically, then, the BBFC will go, well, that's too much, that can't... It's like, no, that's what happens when you get shot. Yeah, it, you don't just drop immediate. down dead like cowboys and Indians. It's like, you know, you, you, you're gone. Yeah. Um, it takes a long time for you to be gone. So... Uh, in that respect, Reservoir Dogs really is a, a far more considered piece, and, it, and is a far more that's more that should be more allowable than Terminator or yep. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you like Tarantino? Um, what as a person? Director. I don't, don't, well, I don't know him as a person. Or, or as well, a, I know that's why I said director. Uh, I loved Reservoir Dogs. I yeah. loved Pulp Fiction. I think, okay. I think Pulp Fiction stood up as well. I think Pulp Fiction right. is an excellent film. I thought Kill Bill, Kill Bill was fine. I see. I loved Jackie Brown. I thought Jackie Brown was fine. I really liked that film. And I thought I liked... Natural Born Killers was. Uh, he didn't direct that, did he? Wrote that. He wrote it. I thought it was kind of crap. I think I liked it at the time, and then revisiting it, it's like, oh no, this is actually kind of crap, and right. is a bit sort of schlocky and a bit kind of yeah, grindhousey. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he write True Romance as well? Yes. And I really True liked Romance that. excellent. Really liked um, that. Grindhouse and... The, the Death Proof, the one with the female yeah. cast. I, be, I quite liked that one. Again, was right. but just kind of a bit of a arty wank. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, what and that thing like do? going, oh, it's a double bill. It's like, give over. Right. Uh, I didn't... Them back didn't back. Kill Bill was all right. Never had fine. the desire to watch yeah, it again. Uh, the Hateful Eight I didn't enjoy. Didn't see it. Just long, too long. And then what's the other one he did? Oh, Django Unchained, I saw. I've got it, not seen it. Fine, I started watching it. never watch it again. Uh, and so, he's got the new one, the Charles So, yeah, Manson so I one, guess yeah. recent Inglorious Bastards as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess recent Tarantino in, like, the last 10, 15 years, I, it's just fallen off for me a little bit. Yeah. I, I was of an age where I guess I would be the generation that would most champion those films, like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, when they came right. out. But I, I've not, I don't think I've stuck with him. Well, it used to be a big event, I think, a Tarantino. I don't know if to a degree it still is, but I remember when it was like Kill Bill's Jackie coming. Jackie Brown flopped, didn't it? Oh, yeah, recall. Jackie Brown was the only flop because he'd done coming big with Reservoir Dogs. Listen to film chats. Yeah, we already. are. Pulp Fiction was huge, and then even like I think True Romance was maybe around that time was big. Anything he touched at that time, was I'm sure really True big. Romance was made, and then mm. uh, and nothing happened. But then it was re- reinvented with right. Tarantino's name on it. Uh, okay. I think. I, I love. I I just I just I watched Jackie Brown again recently, and it stood up for me. So. Okay. Well, that was good. That, that felt, was a nice. We've done time. some, we've done some guests, politics. We've done politics with Trump. In a way. Now we've done film. Yeah. It's good. Now it's time to get our first guest in. I've got to put a song on first. Yeah, yeah. South, Mini Correct. Uh, we're joined now by Mina Ryan. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very Good. Nice. Um, you just said off there, this is your first time you've ever done live radio. Yes, it is. It's really easy. Oh, 
Okay. It is honestly because you can't. You can't. <laughs> there's nothing really you can do wrong. All right, fair enough. There isn't, and I'm personable, and I'll just yes, chat to you are. like a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I, I will. I will try my hardest to keep it away from promotion, but whilst letting you promote. Yeah, fair enough. No problem. But it will just be a real life chat, so it'll be fine. Good. So you just, however you do it, just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. Just we'll, talk let's, into let's the mic more. I would say, okay. come forward. Let's, yes, let's be better. honest. Let's be honest, Mina. None of us want to be here. Oh, uh, you don't want. To none be of here? us really want. No, yourself included. None of us really want to be doing this. Oh. This is just like something you've got part and parcel of your job, isn't it? We don't want to be doing it, so we might as well try and make it enjoyable while we're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, it seems. Well, I'm changing we're changing your mic right because right it's not being Have you just had your mic took off you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh yes, there is a difference now. I can hear it. So there you go. If that helps your nerves, yeah. um, you can see what sort of professional organisations being yeah. run here, yeah. where they will just run in and just take your mic away from you at any given time. If, it, if it's not on, then we would do because we actually would like to hear you during an interview. Which I would say is being professional, to be honest. Yeah. I'd say though, other radio stations yeah. make sure the mic was working before they started the live broadcast. Oh, I've worked a lot of them. They don't. I can assure yes. you, they don't. That was super smooth. That Thank was you. Super smooth. It wasn't. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could. Oh yes. Bless you for saying that, but it really wasn't. <laughs> Awful. But you know, any nerves have gone now, haven't they? So yes, it's all good. <laughs> and also, it's probably no one listening. It's not what your PR want to hear, but it probably isn't. A lot of people listen to it on the podcast, but I don't think anyone will be listening to it live. I bet we can say well, now. Done. Tweet now if you're listening. I bet you three people say that they are. Please tweet now. Oh, damn Let no. us know don't, if don't you're following. Uh, we're talking about the flies, aren't we? Yes, the flies. Today. Mm -hmm. um, which is the Exchange Theatre. Yeah. In London, that one. In London, Exchange Theatre is the company, and we're going to be at the Bunker Theatre. Oh, I see. So I thought, because yeah. I was getting confusing, because I thought, <laughs> oh, no, the Exchange is in Manchester. Oh, but it's, then it's I the company, that's isn't the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgive the me. company is the Exchange, and the theatre is the Bunker I don't in know London the Bunker. Oh, yeah. Oh. Where's that? London well, Bridge. Waterloo. London Bridge, yeah. yeah. It's really well, not... Southwark. It's more Southwark. London Bridge yeah, than... Yeah. yeah, Southwark. Uh, it's a very up and coming, uh, very politically engaged. Okay. You know, in terms of like diversity and social and political issues and everything, very yeah, yeah, engaged yeah. kind of theatre. The guys are like on it. So yeah. Is that part of your remit yourself? Is that something that's important to you, or do you yeah. just go where the wind takes you? Is it? Oh well, sometimes you don't have a choice, but yeah, yeah. if I can, uh, most definitely. I think it's very, very important actually. Okay. I mean, I love entertainment for entertainment's sake but yeah. if you can actually like convey something you know stir p people's minds and just you know get people thinking when they come out of that totally theater. that I, I, again I, I think I, I'm more of a fan of that when it's subliminal and, <laughs> yeah. and at worst insidious you know when, like when it's you know when mm. you have that sort of feeling of like oh no that was about that oh no I get that or that could be about that and yeah you know I quite mm. like that sort of stuff I'm, I'm more averse to when things are very on, very on the in nose, your face. I'm, yeah. I'm not as keen on that. Yeah, it's not. Um, we're not very in your face because it's still like you're allowed to speak. You're not making theatre just I for mean, me. I mean, you can. <laughs> it's just my personal preference. This is not what it is because the flies is like a, an adaptation of the Oresteia, like okay. Greek myth. So Orestes and Electra and Clytemnestra and all those Greek names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was adapted by Jean-Paul Sartre in uh, the 40s. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Sartre. Did you hear that? I did hear it. I liked That's it. I liked it. We'd have said Jean-Paul Sartre. And we she's would have said Sartre. How can you say it again? 
Jean-Paul Sartre. It's an adaptation that was basically they he wrote a political piece at a time where if you wrote a political piece you might you know get shot or imprisoned yeah. so it was very subliminal it had yeah. to be so we're using this again and making it more yeah it's not in your face the message is there but it's not like you have to do this you have to believe this or this is the situation or whatever it's all metaphors but i think as humans that's one of the best ways to communicate. I, I agree with you completely. Also, when you said Orostaya then, I, re I remember that I once wrote a, a dissertation about Orostaya and I couldn't tell you anything about it now. <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I literally couldn't tell you the first thing about it now, but I remember I had a weird flashback to being in a terraced house in Barnsley just before term started again, sat with a coffee machine that was about 30 years about old. Orostera. Orostera? <laughs> Well, come see the flyers. You'll uh, get the whole story. I like the whole story. I don't want to be sat there half a day and go, oh, I remember what happens in this now. <laughs> oh, no, I don't oh, have it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go on. So what, is the, what, is the, what are the themes that run through this with the flyers? Well, the themes are dictatorship, mm. um, basically control of the population through disinformation, misinformation, yeah. which is kind of what is going on right now yeah. in the world. Um, and yeah, how, how a population, how people forget they are free, actually, yeah. and how, how some people make that decision and some people don't. Some people decide to just follow because it's easier to follow rather how, than just stand out. How does it happen? Uh, given that we've spoken about this on the show already today, mm -hmm. but how does it happen that it would appear that everybody knows exactly what's going on? Yeah. So it would it would appear that everybody knows what not to trust, what yeah. what is bollocks, what is. But we don't know because then we vote people in, perhaps. So even that, though that, we that's, know that's, not to trust the it, bit, that's the bit that's baffling me a little yeah. bit. Is, yeah, but is, it happens. Is that what's if everyone's as clued up as everyone seems to think that they are, which mm. I don't doubt, by the way, I would consider myself. I think I've got it pretty nailed in my head. I think I know what's going on. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I think I am. But how are people not? Th there must be some Gosh. people that aren't. If oh. I had these answers, trust me, yeah. I would be kings of the world. When the, or well, the, world know, would when be the a facts place. are actually public, it's yeah. not like this is hidden away. The facts are known publicly. Yeah. Mm. So how's. I don't know. It really feels like lately people can blatantly lie in your face and they still hold on to power. They yeah. still go on and the status quo still goes on and nothing seems to be changing or like. It actually seems to be changing for the worse. Do, um, do you think it's that... The, the, I'll tell you this, and I struggle with this so much because I don't want to believe it, but I do increasingly believe it, is do you think it's that the populace of the Western world are actually pricks? Do you know what I mean? That, that actually... No, I think... There is a majority of actual horrible people. I really people. don't think so because I don't believe humans are, like, bad, like... You know, in the got form. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> in fairness, humans yeah. do have form for being, yeah. you know, really horrible. Yes, they do. But um, I think, you know, in the populace of the Western world, as you said, I think we're comfortable. That's 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 the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I think until we are really pushed, not much might change. Mm. 
Is that mm-hmm. very pessimistic? No, it's not. It no, sounded very pessimistic. I don't know how you could not be pessimistic at the moment. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you. I think you'd, you've got two choices: be pessimistic or delusion. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like. Uh, I think you might be pessimistic <coughs> and still hopeful and still thrive for change. That's yeah. the thing. You can't you can't just be delusional and thinking everything is all right and not do anything because then, well, we're all fucked. Yeah. But, but, you, but you could be resigned to the fact that yeah, everything isn't all right. I think right. resignation is not the answer for sure. Really, I think being, I but well, that's the thing. To me, resignation is what makes those situations happen you know mm-hmm. the situation in the flies the dictatorship and the the control um that's resignation to me mm-hmm. okay. it's people who stop trying you're just when gonna you give up trying. right and exactly. just say that that's how it's going to be let's not challenge it let's not try yeah. and change it if everyone did that then it would be a disaster absolutely and i think i understand how we can be resigned because it's it seems like every day something new and something terrible yeah. is happening yeah. and you hear about you know the political situation and the environment and and you know the crisis around the world and everything and you're like wow what, what can i do there's yeah. nothing i can do mm. but i think there's um i mean i don't think we can do one person can do one big thing and change the world for the better but you can get up in the morning and be as good as you can be yeah exactly and, and that's where i'm at, at the moment. Exactly. I'm, I'm like literally going well I, I i can't do anything beyond me really now mm. it's how that's where i've got to Absolutely. as someone who's previously very politically active i've now got to the stage going i can't do anything but be nice to the people that i meet that, that's yeah. that's all mm. i can really do now mm. And you know, not not be a dick whenever possible. Yeah, I'm still a dick sometimes, but, but you know, <laughs> for the right reasons. Well, that, I, I think not it always. Is. Not always. I'll be honest. Shush, you know. Nat. We're talking. <laughs> um, no, you know what I mean. It's like that, uh, and that that might seem like a very minor thing, but I've got I've arrived at the point where I've gone. No, that is the the biggest thing you can do because if everybody did that, mm. then everything would be actually all right. I think. Yeah. Well, what about the people who uh, are completely? opposed to what, what we think is what they're doing terrible things do you not think that they get up thinking that they're doing if that's in their mindset don't you think that they think they're doing the best that they're doing with their day I actually don't okay so you think like, they're deliberately I, I, I actually don't they and know I've thought that about it's that wrong, quite yeah? a lot about the idea does a villain know they're a villain well which I think is a really interesting yeah I think to a certain extent I, I think um, a villain knows why they're doing things yeah and they might be I think there's a, a part of someone that decides that uh, some things might be sacrificed. Yeah. And I think a villain, a villain, like quotes, mm. um, will decide which parts are going to be sacrificed yeah. for them to get to their goal. Right, and, and they would go for the greater good. I have to destroy a few like things Thanos or something. Yes. Like Thanos and well, Avengers. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's I haven't true, seen yeah. it, but true. I believe you. No, yeah. but, but do, do I mean, that's, a, 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 again, a disengaged kind of from Marvel after being a lifelong fan. Yeah. But, but I do find that well, Kylo Ren in Star Wars as well. These are the easy oh, yeah, references yeah. to mm. make of people that are villains, quote unquote, yeah. who have like Darth Vader knew he was a prick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He, he surrendered to evil. But yeah. then you, to have a, uh, a a villainous antagonist within a, a franchise who truly believes that what they're doing is the right thing. So the Thanos thing in Avengers was exactly the same thing. But he he what he was saying then he. The, the idea of for the greater good I'm going to sacrifice half the mm-hmm. population yeah. and that would be right and that was the issue that I had when I watched Avengers genuinely gen- like the darker parts of me where I was watching it going I'm half on board with this <laughs> it's not wrong <laughs> no you know what I mean yeah. I, I wasn't like oh no yeah too right do that yeah. but I was like oh that's a real conflict that yeah. is because he's, he's selling this quite well absolutely I remember watching um, Watchmen like a few yeah, years ago yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I, I, when it got to the end I was like 
I, I actually kind of agree with yeah. that bad guy. Yeah. But but then again, you're like, no, you shouldn't make that kind of decision, you know? No, but that but aren't they interesting? Yeah. Th things it within isn't. within fiction, fiction. Lucy's yeah. Lucy's turn, but they're really interesting th things to play with. To someone that isn't like wah, 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 twiddling the mustache, yeah. it's someone who actually. He's thinking, no, I, I am doing a good thing here. Absolutely. Which is a far more terrifying villain. So in, in mm. many in many ways, I'd mm -hmm. sooner have someone like Trump, because at least you know what you're dealing with there. Yeah. Right. He's not <laughs> under so, any illusion. So he knows what he's doing is completely wrong. I would have thought so. Well, is money motivated? Doesn't, I think, yeah. I think that that's the thing. It's the motivation. Like, for example, we're talking about Thanos, and Thanos is talking about destroying half of humanity for the greater good, yeah. right? Yeah, for yeah. the good of humanity. Yeah. I think some people are not motivated by the greater good. They're just motivated by money. They're just what, motivated when I, when by I power. When I was at Houston this morning and it was rammed packed, I would have literally clicked my fingers like that to get rid of half of them people. Wow. Just to get That's me to work. Oh quicker. my god. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. You should not have any power. I didn't know any of them. <laughs> oh god, wow. I mean, but then your power will get too much. Imagine you go into a shop, there's a cube. No, get rid of them. Yeah. It'll just be constant, it wouldn't it? No. It'll be constant <laughs> everywhere you go. Now that you say it like yeah, no, that. I don't yeah. think people should yeah. have powers at all. You no, could go no, and watch no. Take no. That and go, oh, I'm going to get rid of some of these. Right, <laughs> yeah, half the crowd. You're in a cinema, but it's not very noisy. All be gone. Imagine if it was just Gary Barlow left, though. You'd be like, oh, it didn't work. Why I rolled roll the dice. Why have you worked out the other three members of Take That now? That's what I mean. I would miss Howard. There's only three left in Taylor. Oh, there, oh, yeah, Jason Orange left, didn't he? Now? Yeah, he did, yeah. Under, did, a, cl under a cloud. No, no, he wasn't <laughs> under a cloud. He paid his tax, didn't he? he that's why he it, wanted to pay his tax, yeah. Tax property. He wasn't on board with the business. No, 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 he was the only one that wasn't. See, don't you see, when you came in and I went, honestly, this won't be how you thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're already now discussing the rights and wrongs of wiping out half of civilization. Yeah. And the most alarming thing is, is most of us are on board with doing it. We're on board. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. No. That's right. Well, well, and I'll catch you off guard and you'll go back to PR and they'll go, you said you, want, well, you, said you would consider killing half the population. We're not talking about yet. You haven't considered it. You're not on board with no, this. No, I would not be on board you with this. You didn't seem upset no. with Take That Going, though. Be yeah. honest. Back not a fan? Not a fan of that. I didn't grow up here, so I, don't, I think I don't have the same yeah, exactly. um, attachment, cultural attachment. Where are you from? France. I'm oh, from you're Paris. from France? Oh, yeah. that's why you said Sartre correctly. <laughs> yeah. got, you've not even got a hint of an accent. No. Gosh, I worked on it like mad. Did you really? Genuinely? Yeah. For what reason? Why? Well, I didn't want to just be cast as the French girl because, yeah, 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 unfortunately, wow. a lot of the time when they want to cast the French girl, they don't cast a girl who looks like me. Right, okay. So, like, so, okay. so what did Emily. you do? What was your... Um, did you train over here? No, I didn't train here. I trained back in France and then I moved here. I trained like with lots of different... Um, I didn't go to a drama school here, basically. I've right, done okay. like, loads of classes and stuff like that. Because yeah. you're, you're... I mean, you're... Uh, not completely, but you're borderline RP, like received pronunciation, yeah, know. you know what I mean? I've, I've, that's really that's honestly that I would I'm shocked. Wait, which part of France are you from? Sorry? Paris. Okay, no. so when you go back, do you go back to Paris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you, what accent, is there another accent that do, comes no, back when you're in the mind? not French. French. No, wow. but I struggle with some words. I'll be speaking to somebody and suddenly I'm like, uh, yeah, that, um, uh, the window and they'll be like really window, <laughs> window? <laughs> <laughs> sorry wow that's but, that's yeah. honestly shocking I'm shocked yeah. too I can't oh can yeah. you imagine if two little, <laughs> little bits of a French accent came in and we, you'd leave and we'd go a bit all them affectations she yeah, was doing. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> she was a bit full of herself wouldn't you no. give it a sort of <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bit weird you know like talking about French stuff and like having a 
it, like I, I wouldn't be able to say like Jean-Paul Sartre you know like I really insulted you earlier by saying I don't even know if you're saying it right and that yeah. turns out she's French yeah. I'm so sorry I've really that's a fiction so like, for that, that I know I apologise try not to wipe me out as well in your <laughs> scheme of taking everyone out oh, no, I wonder didn't. if when you click your fingers you can hope for certain <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can right. sway it in some way Just by thinking no but it. that's the that's the, the ugly beauty of it that you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> clip that, please. Get me a clip of that at the moment where I finally corrupted it completely. You have, yeah. You've left it. <laughs> a changed brother. That's the ugly beauty. Let's stop <laughs> doing this radio show and go and do it right now. I think it's like no. the necessary ugly beauty. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm, I am genuinely a bit blown away by mm. that. That's really mm. surprised mm. me. I, th- I find that a little bit sad. Sad? Yeah. Well, I do. You know, that, you, that, that you felt... It's obviously work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. do find that a little bit sad. You know, and, and what you said then, which we sort of skated past, but when you said if they were casting a French girl, they wouldn't cast me. I mean, they would. Um, I just know that uh, for some auditions or some projects, they're not looking for, you know. I mean, even in France, for to be what? honest. For, no, for what? I don't know what you mean. For somebody though. who's not white. Right, that's oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily. I, I, I have to say, though, like to the defense of the UK industry, film, TV, and theatre, they're much more open than the French one. Okay, and is that so, true? Right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, representation, I know that there's a lot to do still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's a massive difference with the French industry where I, I always talk about that. And I'm, I'm not saying that there's nothing good in the French industry at all. Yeah. That's not true at all. There's brilliant directors, brilliant yeah. filmmakers and everything. But um, there's that thing with the typecast typecasting of like the non-white population basically which is pretty big in France Mm. and it's usually like in very typecast roles that are not necessarily um, leading roles or like when when it's leading roles it's going to be very typecast and I always talk about that with some of my friends in France and I always like okay so can you just you know give me five TV shows where the lead is not white Mm. (laughs) and Mm. even further if you go a non-white woman and they can't like yeah. there's a yeah. couple but they can't whereas like if you think of like the US or the UK um, industries I mean especially in the US they're doing really good with that yeah um, but it's yeah it's kind of I mean I love the French industry in terms of what they can create I just think they're quite quite late on on these issues mm. so, Got you, okay. yeah I, I didn't I didn't mean it in a condescending way by the way oh no, I said, no no it's uh, fine I think it's sad I just I get, anything like that makes me sad though like someone yeah. like losing weight because they think they're going to do better or you know anything yeah. like that oh you do get that pressure and, man. And, and the, but the problem with it is is you do yeah you do do exactly. better exactly <laughs> mm. you know, yeah that's the thing that's so the that's thing. the bit that needs sorting out not you know mm-hmm. not the people you know we could name take those people out that make you lose weight there are another people for the list then no, the no, ones but, that no, but we, make you lose weight both you and I Nat, could name a, a number of people oh who have had to change how they look not had to but chose to chose to yeah and reaped the benefit and that. annoyingly so even for them perhaps they've gone like it has actually worked out I've had yeah. to sort of change or ha- yeah. had to again but I've chose to change either in weight or in looks or in features appearance. or whatever whatever yeah. in appearance and, and, and have got more work out of it yeah yeah. yeah. I think it you is. should go back French <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you should wait till your star is at its absolute height and then so, so that people go oh what a wanker well like, when you're like have you heard the voice she's doing now but it's your actual voice and that'd be uh, the real confusion that's going on I'm, I want this to no happen. but you'd have to relearn 
to, to speak with a French accent right now if you're oh, so no, used to a French accent is very easy for I mean, me to I'm, do I mean I've got to say that was the stupidest why? thing you've ever said no, no, if you're so I don't think it is because how because you'll have to you're, relearn your well, real voice because you're speaking like that all the time now right so for the, of, that is your real voice now I yeah. would argue that I mean, this not isn't to relearn have, it it doesn't well, go why? away but you already said that you forgot certain words when you go there so she would well it's not the French accent no it's true that is yeah but you might do the accent that we do over here which is generally terrible in the French accent Kind of the worst kind the of problem accent. with this plan is you'll have to relearn French. <laughs> yeah, you will. But you probably, I do you get probably that. forgot. Yeah. Well, we have La Fenetra, we've established already, haven't we? <laughs> do you know what? There's a French rugby league player, yeah. uh, Tio Farge, who plays for. He's signing your contract today for Saints. Plays for Saints uh, at St Helens, which is where I'm from, in the northwest. Okay. But he has his proper picked up a St Helens accent. Oh, right. So Italian. He, so, no, he's French, but he... Oh. Uh, no, St. Helens. St. Helens. St. Helens, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So you, you don't need I to know French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you bring it out when it suits you, <laughs> won't you? Uh, no, he has. He's proper picked up a, a, a local dialect, dialect yeah. that's mixed with a French accent. Ooh, it's one of the funniest things yeah. to listen to. Yeah, but that's definitely what happens. I mean, you just, you know get stuff from wherever you, you're just hanging out with people you just get what they say yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. just repeat that and then it becomes the way you speak yeah, yeah. yeah. they say like you're the average of the five people you hang out the most with oh okay okay that, that's plausible isn't it as well? yeah that's I think a, it does yeah. make sense yeah. like even in terms of like thinking and everything but in, in the way I speak it's definitely the case like some of my flatmates have definitely influenced the way really, I speak yeah. <laughs> are they all posh as well sorry <laughs> some of them are you're a proper posh household aren't oh, you God. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm happy to speak to you all day. I've, I've thoroughly yeah. enjoyed chatting with you. Yes. Um, the Flies is at, is at the uh, the bunker yeah. in Southwark Street in London. Opens 11th, so that's a week tomorrow. 11th of June, yeah. yes, it is. On yep. Tuesday the 11th next week. Are you week. in good shape for it? Is it looking all right? Yeah. Is it's it? very yeah. exciting, yeah. And it looks like it's working so mad. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that's the best way to do things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's a proper ensemble cast as well by the looks yeah. of the press release. Um, I wish you all the best with it. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming today. And co- honestly, come out whenever you want. Oh, it's been a yeah, pleasure, guys. In. Yeah, come back and in. We don't, we don't say that to everyone. We say no, it to, to a few people. No, we now say that you are a friend of the show. Friend of the show is what we, we say. We decide when people leave if they're a friend or an enemy of the show. We do have, you, we have, we've we got have enemies. enemies. We've got enemies show. that are never allowed through that door again. But you're oh, allowed wow. in any Monday. You want to pop oh in? At the moment, I don't consider you an enemy of the show. No. But it is. It is. It's a big in a state of flux all the time so it wouldn't take much (laughs) is what I'll say to you for me to sway the way but presently I'm delighted welcome to the show friend of the show thank you so much absolute friend of the show yes yes yes. at the moment keep in touch Mina (laughs) but we'll keep an eye on you to see if that changes yeah yeah that's that's in charge of that you might want to block her on social media (laughs) yeah Put it down like a sleep But when love is the word my feeling You gotta say when I'm deep Satisfaction is so dark as the brain Sorry's it's good to leave But when love is no longer a question You gotta say when I'm deep And I know what you think What you think about me 
The House Martins were not deep. That was that special one, the one that was a demo. Oh, I liked it. Yeah, thanks. Well, you didn't that. make it. I don't know why you're saying thanks. I'm helping promote it. Oh, okay, that's true. So I'm doing Thank that. Thank you. Uh, we're joined now by Ashley Blaker and Imran Yusuf. Hello. Hello. How are you? On. Uh, All right. Awesome. Bit knackered. Yeah. Had a really long day. <laughs> yeah, we started, we did, uh, we, what did we do this morning? They're saying he's knackered. Oh, not you're knackered. knackered. No, you're allowed to be knackered as well. Oh, you okay. are. Let's have a knackered off. <laughs> Let's see who's most tired. Right, go on. You started at what time this morning? Um, what about uh, what time do we do our can I just can I just say now yeah I know what we've done today and it really we have done nothing so right it should, oh, no, you, so in fairness you're fasting because it's Ramadan so I think right. that's fair enough that you should so you're um, tired because of that well that and and yeah, I was at the BTS concert last night I took my niece that's my excuse you know about BTS right no what's BTS that? Is the biggest K-pop. like pop band in the world right. do you not, know about K-pop my house they're not you don't know about K-pop? No. Okay. It's Korean pop music. Absolutely huge. I mean, right. to okay. like the massive degree. So BTS are, yeah. I mean, the fan levels of it, it's crazy. Like they are probably the biggest pop band in the world at, at the moment. At so all. you went to that, Imran, yeah. last night, and that tired you and out? That's, hold on, BTS are a was kids that, band. Was it so dancing? Was yeah, it all the dancing I, you were doing? thousands of screaming girls around me. Uh, and, it was uh, tiring. Yeah, it was. It definitely was tiring. Well, it was how, terrifying. How does that tire you out? You're not doing out. It's just uh, the, the, the energy that it takes to listen to them. Okay, oh, what time? What time was that's what early. Time, what time did you start your promo this morning, please? Both of you. Um, what time was it this morning? It was. Tw- I did warn that yep. this is not yeah, going to yeah, sound yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, one o'clock, one I, p.m. I left oh, the house wow. at eight this morning. Yeah. Um, and in your promo today, did it involve chatting with Chico? Yeah. Because that will tire you out. That <laughs> yeah. whatever we had. An did, you to, did, did, you Chico in, did you have to interview Chico at any point today? No. no. Well, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's quite tiring because he's so energetic. It's always Chico time. He's always on time. I thought he was good value. Loved him. Although it's going to be on next week's show. Yeah, yeah. But I liked him an awful lot. I did. Far too. more than I thought I'd like him. I knew but I did really him. like him. He was proper like. I didn't have to do barely anything in the interview because he just bombarded. <laughs> it, he did, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He bombarded he's a us. It was like proper, like a wave, this wave of energy. And he had a stroke recently. Did you know that? Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Chico had a stroke. Terrible. Six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Horrible, horrible news. Oh, I'm glad has he recovered much of? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He looked like he was proper ripped and fit, mm. but he was. Uh, he's promoting a new. Well, you'll see on next week. Yeah, week's we'll show. see. Don't but give he, away he, for he's, next week. He's week's promoting spoiler. a new fitness regime thing that he's he's part and parcel of, and he's. Um, oh great! Yeah, yeah, it was good for him. You can go well, get you some tickets. I was getting tickets going to his 48-hour fitness go, retreat. No, I'm not going either. I've said I'm not going. No, no, I can't go to it either. His heart seems to be in the right place. I like oh, to a lot. Yeah. But that's not, that's neither in there, is it? About, when no. we're promoting your thing. So, Profit Sharing is the show you're doing together. Yes. Um, UK tour. Mm-hmm. Is this Fringe as well, or is it just. just no. Okay, no. smashing. Okay. So, you're going from 15. You started already? Yeah, already in. Yeah, already in. And we'll be adding more dates as we go. But no, not on the. Fr- the thing is, this is a bit long of a show. You know, with like Edinburgh, it's like always going to be like an hour long. Yeah, yeah. And this show's like two hours of okay. stage time so I don't think how we'd fit in really into an Edinburgh format is it, is it shared stage time so we do we do a bit together we do a bit on our own it, uh, I do a bit on my own first then Imran then we do about half an hour together okay based off audience questions we give out a questionnaire okay. when, we, when they okay. come in won't spot on them but uh, we have some questions which they answer and um, that we it's pretty much ad libbed that, yeah, that yeah. half an hour, and it's great fun for us to do that. And what's the show it? built around? Is it a themed show? I presume it's well, a themed show. It, you know, it's about our. You know, I'm an Orthodox Jew. Um, Imran is a, in his own words, an unorthodox Muslim. <laughs> nice. But it's about religion. That's a 
title <laughs> profit sharing. There was a great moment there, actually, where you actually looked as if you didn't know. And well, I kind of want to check Checky's happy with me. Uh, that's that's what we've put on the pro- promo- uh, promotional materials. Yeah, just we've got very different experiences in our in how we've grown up with faith and then how we've chosen to embrace it ourselves. Okay. And Ashley is most definitely an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. And I'm most definitely now almost reaching 40, an unorthodox Muslim, which means, look, I still understand my faith. I've read my book. Yeah. I'm fasting a, at the moment. I'm fasting at the moment. Yeah. I've put a great deal of thought and effort and investment in understanding my faith is a very important thing to do. Uh, but I might have broken a couple of rules here and there. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not a bad person. I'm not hijacked a plane and flown it into anywhere. So I'm on the good side of the force. We would know, wouldn't we? Yeah, you would. I mean, I, it might be on the news. I mean, Ashley would be here on his own. And it says it says in the uh, it says in the uh, back of the flag we're the most unlikely duo since uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy. Because I know you're a big Muppet. I am a big Muppet. So that, that was there for you. Oh, bless you. So what, what's the well, what's the thinking? Behind? Did you do you know each other already, or have you been put no. together? No, no we we, we worked. I, I worked as a I was a producer for many years in yeah, TV, yeah. and and I actually um, booked Imran on a few shows. Actually, reminded it doing another interview that they were. I booked him on pilots that hadn't been bought. So he's yeah. a bit of a kiss of death, actually. Well, me. no, but that's not <laughs> exclusive <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, like you exactly. were the one that exactly. never got anything exactly. away. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. So I've had the same run as, as it has appeared to me on a few unsuccessful parts I think I might have, I, maybe have you ever been on anything that actually TX of mine I don't know but anyway we became that friends transmissions um, on transmission yes yeah, so yeah. use um, industry lingo <laughs> and uh, yeah and then actually we, we you know we became friends with both big Liverpool supporters that right. should be said and that we, we bonded over that and then Imran came and saw my show in Edinburgh last year and uh, you know I had this idea it'd be fun for us to do a show together I've got this theory about producers mm mm-hmm. Because you were at BBC a fair bit. I was at the BBC for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I basically, I, I, yeah, I started doing stand-up about four years ago, and then it took off in a way that I haven't. I stopped producing. I think all producers so. are frustrated performers. Some, some, a lot of them are. Yeah, that's true. It's not. That tr- that's true. dangerous. I didn't. That's a theory. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, a lot yeah. of them are. Yeah. But in that worrying when people, I'm, I'm not throwing this accusation yeah, at all, actually. But but uh, I, I find that quite worrying when people use opportunities for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, come in the door well, I haven't oh, really. I but I, no, yeah. No, no, but I'm I haven't not, at you. I'm then. not accusing you. No, no, no. no, no I, don't, I don't mind if you were to. I mean, but, not really. But, but, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I no, know. it's... it's. But yeah, I never got the... It was always... I genuinely would sit in, like, uh, the gallery in a TV show yeah. or back in a radio show and I'd be, like, producing a panel show and I would be screaming, like, why isn't this person saying this? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, there's, like, a tap-in for them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're not... Taking it. And so I, I was always a frustrated uh, comedian. And a lot of uh, producers, you know, writers as well, and, yeah. uh, you know, funny people, and but don't really, you know, have either the stage presence or Got the you. confidence or whatever it is. But I always wanted to do it. And then it came by accident, actually. So. Have, you, have you split that now, though? So now is it. No, I didn't do any producing. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah. it's totally a leap yeah, yeah, into the other So you're yeah, fine yeah, with yeah. that now. I mean, I didn't even. I'm not even supposed to be in the studio. I insisted on it. Ian's yeah, always trying to get me out. And I just make I sure I sit here. But I say, no, you can't. I have to be in here, on too. On my Patreon, right? I do. I reckon at least three podcasts a week yeah, where yeah. it's just me talking on my own for like up to an hour. And I don't break a sweat. <laughs> so I don't need any. I don't need any no, no, guests. But you know, that was in your contract. I, I had to be just in be here. sat here talking. Exactly. Be more well, engaged. We might try that soon, but probably not. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you, so you knew each other already, anyway. And yeah. You, and it's sort of whose idea was it to do this? 
Ashley's idea. It was Ashley's idea, yeah, so the producer's idea. Producing. Yeah. 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 Oh, we were both up at the Edinburgh Festival last year doing our own shows. Yeah. And um, I've been up to the Edinburgh Festival a number of times and I, I learned how to play it right, you know. Mm. Do your show and then also go and enjoy the festival yourself, like outside of, you know, your own show. So I tried to watch as many shows as I could and I saw Ashley was up in uh, Edinburgh. Was it your first time at the festival? It was my first, yeah, first yeah. time. So yeah, so I was like, well, I've got to go, you know, see the show, went to see his show and learned a lot about him and his journey with his faith um, and it kind of you know stuck with me something very different to what you might see at the festival mm. and um, and then somehow after the festival we got together and uh, this conversation happened let's do this and here we are yeah now my first as a performer I should say not my first festival oh, yeah of course yeah. Uh, is there any other so you, I've seen you there yeah yeah, yeah. what did you see me in there I think Big and Daft oh yeah. god yeah. That, you, know, you know what Big and Daft has been rising, raising its head again recently because I did a big retrospective about it, because uh, I do Patreon, right. and I did a big retrospective, I spoke to Rob and John again, I would not spoken to them for years, and we all sort of got in touch again, and uh, I know that Rob did Richard Herring's podcast last night, right. and I know that Big and Duff, because Richard told me this morning, because Richard had asked me for questions for Rob, and they were all kind of Big and Duff related in terms of his behaviour at that time, um, and it's sort of, it's being spoke about again now, which I don't yet know if I'm comfortable with. Right, <laughs> I remember I'd, I'd kind of divorced it. You know? Well, I, I I was at the BBC in um, I joined the BBC in 1999, mm. and which was our I first was, first year at the French. right, and I was part of a TV department. I was yep. in starting reading, and then I moved to new comedy entertainment. My boss was my family. Yeah, with Miff and Simon Lupton and, 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 and I worked with, who was I worked on. with exactly, and and, and uh, uh, um, yeah, Simon and. Um, Stephen D. Wright and a few other yeah. really good people, and we had a small department. And I remember they were developing a show with yeah, uh, yeah. A, a Big and Daft show for UK Play. Yeah, did that go on UK Play? Do you have? A we show? did one thing on UK Play. We did Terraville, yeah. which we did right, with Gary right, Reich right. from Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, which wasn't particularly good, but it was like it was our first TV that we'd ever done. So it was all on green screen and stuff. It was an interesting thing to do. Um, ultimately, the demise of Big and Daft came from a manager who basically tell the BBC to go fuck themselves without our knowledge. Mm, not a good idea. <laughs> you know, just said they wanted to... We had, a, we had a big development deal with the BBC, and that manager went to the BBC and said, I'm going to get you out of this development deal. And we were like, what? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that? that, he that went, is he, he went, still working? No. No, OK. Well, he's still working. I'll tell you off air, but I think yeah. we both know who it is. Right, OK. Um, but back to you. No point me trying to resurrect something from <laughs> 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Trip down memory lane. But, it's yeah. in, but I, I've enjoyed it as well when I've been talking about it recently. It's been, for a long time, I shunned it as part of mm. my history. And I did Peacock and Gamble, and then uh, I did the Ray Peacock podcast, then Peacock and Gamble. And, and, sort of, and, and I felt like, okay, I've moved on from that now. And I've now cultivated something that's built around me, really, and then around myself and Ed. Um, but uh, of late, as I've been doing some soul searching and stuff, that's certainly come back. I have. I've, I've thought about it a load recently. I've written about it a load recently. Um, it's like that moment you reach. I think, how old are you? I'm 45. Right, because I'm 44. 24. I think, see, I'm 44, and I think everyone's a little bit younger. You've got this to come. Middle, proper midlife crisis where it's you not are, felt like a crisis though no of course but that, midlife, saying, that phrase midlife crisis the thing where you you know you start thinking about your, you know you start looking at old girlfriends on Facebook and you start looking in your, into your, your old life I just never do that. and I you're like looking at your, you know and you think about those old projects and yeah. old things you did and um Funnily enough, I was talking to Alex Lowe, you know, Alex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry from Watford, um, last night, and he was reminding me about a couple of shows we made, and one of them which I'd completely forgotten. And it was, I, I, I loved thinking about those other things. Yeah. yeah. Well, th Sometimes the great, the best things, you know, don't, don't have, you know, talking about the, some of the pilots we did in, um, you know, it's like, 
sometimes the, there's some great things that just never get seen. But I think it's only when you make peace with that yourself. So it's only like, like I know. Oh, in, I never in, make in peace. I'll never make peace. I've, I absolutely <laughs> have. I find it really funny now. Because me and John Williams, uh, John who's in Big and Death, mm. myself and Rob, me and John were talking about uh, me and Rob. Because we, we spoke separately. We did podcasts separately. And um, me and Rob were talking about how how many meetings we ruined that were mm. really important meetings. But because we were like sort of early 20s and quite excitable and just wanted to go to the BBC, the Blue Peter Garden, we just ruined the meetings. Mm. And it was the fact that we, out of every every single meeting we had with Gary Reish, who was formerly BBC and then went to Chrysalis, every single meeting was uh, was disrupted by one of us asking Gary where his wife was <laughs> and why do we never see his wife, because he's a gay guy. And that, that level of childishness, to the point where Reish was like, Right, we've done the joke. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, I once had a meeting with Gary Rich when he started Brown, uh, uh, what's it called? Brown Boy. Um, yeah, Brown yeah, Eye Boy. Brown Eye Boy, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to call him Badly Drawn Boy. For yeah. yeah, Brown. <laughs> uh, and which was interrupted by the most enormous dog that he had, which scared me so much. But he actually had to lock it into an office. It was, And I, I was petrified of his dog. Do you know you're so, in for um, them days um, now? No, now that everything's so sanitised and everything's so, uh, uh, there's a bit of me that yearns for that now, for that sense mm. of the underlying anarchy mm. to it. The funny thing is, actually, the first time I worked with Imran was on a pilot of a TV show, which I actually did three. We managed three pilots off and didn't end up getting involved. Okay, what was this? And the what second the one, well, it was a show called. It was on originally on Radio Four called Act Your Age. Yeah. And then we did a pilot for it at the BBC and then two pilots at ITV. And the second pilot we did at ITV starred Rob Rouse. Oh really? Yeah, little connection. And then whatever You're happens to him, it's finished now, isn't he? It's gone. Career's <laughs> <laughs> over. Um, I think Rob's found his feet again. I think Rob is uh, in exceptional form mm. at the moment. And I did think this is the thing that I have very strongly with people that I've worked with, where I will keep one eye on their career whilst trying not to look, and also always in kind of a quite a judgmental way. I'm always like, oh, "What are you doing that for? Why you, that's not what who you are at all. Why are you doing that?" And I had that little bit of Rob. Um, and then subsequently, I think he came through that. I think he was charmed a bit by TV mm -hmm. and charmed a bit by the idea of being a telly star, which ultimately, I think, quite badly damaged his stand up, you know, what he was doing, because it, it was all geared differently. And when he refound that, when he found the balance between the two things, and he does upstart crow and stuff mm -hmm. now, and, you know, he's, he's do he does still does plenty of telly, but his stand up, I think, is better than it's ever been, Rob's stand up now. I'm quite comfortable with that. I'm quite happy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that that's mm -hmm. the case with him, um, which sort of proved to me, to me personally, it wasn't. It was never a jealousy thing. It was never like, oh, I wish I was doing that. It was always like, oh no, you're miles better than that. Why are you doing those things? You're miles better than them. Um, so yeah, he's in good form, eh? But none of this is selling your show, which is profit sharing. <laughs> yes, let's sell our show. How would you sell it? How are you getting people through the door? Is there any is there any controversy to that? Is there any any reaction to it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we. What's really interesting? Are, are you a football fan? No, no you're not at all. all rugby not league, not league mate. No, um, rugby league. Yeah, yeah. What team? Saints. Um, the uh, I I we have. I, so I was going to say the football connection was so. You know, in European football, like you mm. have home and away matches. You know that much. Yeah. Like you put a home match and away match. So the way this tour works is there are several nights which are like my home matches. Okay. Like we've got, got you, sh yeah, shows yeah, yeah. in North. We did um, 
you know, like we, we had two nights, at, uh, two sold out nights at the Radlop Centre a few weeks ago. Yeah. We got shows coming like JW3 in North London. Got another show coming up in the Arts Depot in Finchley. And then we, and if like in run, they're like an away match. That's very much like the got away yeah. And then like we're going to Bradford right. next week. Right. And that's like definitely my away games. Yeah. You know, and, and so we've got very different. And then we got, we did a show at Harrow, which was completely mixed. There yeah. were Jews, there were Muslims, there were people of other faith, no faith. Yeah. So, um, interesting mix of people. No, we haven't really faced too much. And but do you, with that idea of home and away, do you feel that in the room on those nights? Um, well, when we did the two shows in Radlett, they were almost 100% Jewish. Okay. Um, and I felt completely warmly welcomed. Yeah, yeah, totally. that's what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if I could... To be honest, every gig I do is away, in essence of when you think about... As a comic, I've been going. I've been going about fourteen years. Yeah. I'm entering a cultural space that my own people did not create, but get to participate in. If this makes sense, oh, and yeah. broadly speaking, about you know, this is a place where alcohol is imbibed, a, a, a cultural space which has been created by white men, yeah. effectively. But I've been welcomed into it. It's not been easy. It's not always been perfect. It's not always been welcoming. I've been. I mean, I've gigged in Kent, right? <laughs> Uh, we, we've all got a horror story from some parts of Kent, yeah. but for the most part, ninety-nine percent of the time, it's been great. I've been welcomed, but it, but there is an element of look. Here's somebody that you 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 know there isn't loads of people like me on stage. I mean, there is now. There, there's yeah, much yeah. more so now. Um, but I was I never kind of felt like this isn't for you. Get out, you know. I, no I blacks, remember no when, dogs, you, when no you first arrived in comedy, or first appeared to arrive in comedy, mm. and you're right, it wasn't. There weren't many. Yeah. You know, the, the, the really words. So everything kind, kind, in a way, has always felt like a bit of an away game, but I'm competent enough to, uh, to exist in that environment. Like, well, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you're speaking Don't English. Don't call yourself competent. Yeah, but also... <laughs> sort of self-promotion's no. that. <laughs> I'm competent. <laughs> These jokes will be satisfactory. <laughs> no, nah, but also, there's a big difference. That, like, if you perform in a... I mean, I'm not on... I don't do the circuit. I've, I've never really done yeah, the clubs. Yeah. But if, you, you. if yeah, but if you <laughs> do do the circuit, right, which you obviously you do, you're talking about, you know, gigs in Kent and what have you, there are people who have turned up to their local comedy uh, club in a pub, or a pub or whatever, and they've no idea who the comedians yeah, are. Yeah, they're not coming for they're the not arts. coming to see yeah, you right. here. They're buying, you know, the, the the tickets aren't cheap either. They've, they've paid twenty pounds to come to to see it. So it's not like the, the, it's not like they're going. Oh, we paid, and this this Muslim bloke came out. They know they're, what they're yeah, coming they're, they're for. Yeah, yeah. So um, so so yeah, exactly. So it's great, and it's a yeah. So it's not like. It would be a strange anti-Semite or Islamophobe who uh, wanted to come and see the show. But, uh, I guess a, a home... <laughs> it's just not solvent. It's not a show for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, a home gig for me is probably almost any night at the Comedy Store. Okay. That's the closest to me. I, I performed when the Comedy Store had a gig in Bombay. That was weird because I'd walk out and the Indian people go, well, he's one of them. He's yeah, British. Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah. one of us. Then they'd hear me speak Hindi and they'd go, oh, right, he's... He's kind of one of us, but he's one of them at the same time. Right. And I occupied this middle space where Indian people are like, okay, we'll, we'll, we're going to claim some of him. Yeah, yeah. Even though he speaks like those people over there. Like the perfect and, so, and it was really weird. I'd ne I didn't know that I could, even though I speak Urdu or Hindi at home, I don't speak it fluently to the level. Like if I went and lived in India, I couldn't start a business necessarily. Mm. I'd, I'd be in trouble. But I can get by like perfectly fine, like conversational level, perfectly fine. Um, and I didn't know that I could jump between languages until I'm there on stage in Bombay and, Bombay and it just came out. And I was like, this is amazing. I felt invincible. Yeah. But now all the Indian comics are massive stars and I'm completely irrelevant. <laughs> no, I, no, no you, can, you can be unknown, but you're not irrelevant. Oh, 
Thank you. These are the put when you do your promotion. These are important things to say. <laughs> Where do you stand on the uh, Tebbit test? There? The Tebbit test. <laughs> no, What's that? Shows my age. My my references are very contemporary. Aren't they? <laughs> it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant <laughs> reference. Norman Tebbit. Even Norman Tebbit. Yeah. I've I've heard of this yeah. thing. So it's a Norman Tebbit, right? Conservative. MP, yeah. who said there was a test of which team, if England are playing India, oh. who do you support? What, but th- this is, you, you mean in cricket? In cricket, in yeah, cricket. Yeah, I don't care about cricket. This, this, this is in, all, in any yeah, sport. This, and this makes me not British nor Indian, to be honest. <laughs> I don't, football. Football is the only sport that actually matters, really, in the world of, of, of sport. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, why play other sports? We should preface this by saying that Norman Tebbit was a nasty cunt. For some reason, Norman yeah. Tebbit has been slightly reinvented. I think he kind well, of only because, Well, only because... I, I don't know about that, but only because we live in an era of uh, George Galloway and yeah, enough other so, no, yeah, and Donald yeah. Trump and what have you, and other people who make Norman Tebbit seem quite cuddly. But, but he was a vicious what, shit, wasn't he, Tebbit? In a way, there's a truth to that. This is both true for Asian people here and West Indian people here. We'll support, you know, England in the football, but when it comes to cricket, uh, you know, oh, yeah, okay, it, right, right, right. It, it does. And I saw this in high school. Yeah. Uh, and I saw this. Ha- um, is that because India are terrible at football? Yeah, exactly. Well, there isn't an Indian football team as far as I know. Right, okay. Um, you know, they once weren't allowed in the World Cup because they wanted to play barefoot. I, you know what? I've, I heard this and That's I didn't true. believe it. I think it was a trivial like, pursuit. I don't know if I could believe this. <laughs> I, was, I remember when I was a child, my first trivial pursuit uh, set, I think it was. Because they wanted to play barefoot. Yeah. Barefoot, that was a question. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know it was also a joke in the. Is. There was a racist joke I remember in the playground being asked about that as well, which I won't repeat. But um, <laughs> they involve what happens when they get a corner. Oh yeah, they build a shop on it. Right, we exactly. all know that one. That's right, not exactly. horribly. That's that was it. That, that, was, that, that, was, that, that, that was, was it. Then there was racist. That was you that was racist then. Not but also, you're, you're, well, you're, you said your parents had a corner shop. Well, we they? we had a shop that was just off the corner. Okay, so it wasn't on the corner. We were just like, look, we we, we have to open Social a shop. Climbers. But yeah, we're, we're going to go one <laughs> off the corner, so we're not going to fulfil the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, I've got it's half past. It's been lovely having you here. So where uh, you're, where you're next? And what's we the date today? Today is next Tuesday. You're in Leeds. Leeds. We're in Leeds. We've got Leeds, no, uh, Leeds and uh, Bradford. And then Leicester. Uh, Salford. Leicester with Milton the Lowry and Salford. Mm-hmm. Big Kings. one. Milton Keynes we're coming to. Birmingham. And then London. And London. Wait, London. London. Well, no, we've got so the JWC, no, both of those are sold out already. Okay. So uh, we added an extra date, set Monday the 17th of June. At the Arts Depot in uh, Finchley. Oh, How is that as a venue? The Arts nice. Depot. It is nice. I mean, I did. They yeah, don't my sell it very well, do they? Well, it depends how you. Uh, is it near, it's not near a tube, is it? It's not. It's, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It took me thirty-five minutes to walk no, to a tube. No, it's from West Finchley. It'll take you all that ten minutes. No, it was far. Mm, oh, no, no, it's about all ten, fifteen-minute walk. I think from Woodside Park think. Station as well. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I um, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's more for local people. Yeah. That area. but they don't um, advertise for local people. I've got a friend well, who lives on Nether Street, and he, he says right, he's never had anything. Ever through? I used to live in well, Nether I did well. three nights there. Never had anything just a laundering ever. operation. No, I did three <laughs> nights there in a row um, <laughs> on my last tour two, uh, two, three years ago, whatever. Yeah, I did two, three nights. I did like a Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday there. Yeah. Um, so it's like twelve hundred seats to, to sell. You know, so you, you think they might help you a little bit. Yeah, they should push it. But they no, they don't because if they've got this odd thing there, and we just now here just slagging off venues now. No, let's do it. But, um, they um, so there's a, what most. The people who are not involved in the won't know this, but a lot of theatres have got like program events where yeah. they program it and then it's in their program, whatever. And then, but then they also have hires, yeah. And they have this funny thing that they're like two different departments. 
and if they, if you hire it, they won't promote it at all. Right. Okay. They even have an advert. They have an advert every week. The Arts Depot. In the you've started me off on a on a bugbear no, now. now. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, they have an advert in the Jewish Chronicle. Yeah. And they wouldn't advertise my Jewish comedy show in the Jewish in the Chronicle. JSA, that's even in that, they wouldn't put it in. They go, no, it's not. A, it's not. You're not programmed. We're not. So it's, really, it's kind of nuts. That that land was better off as a car boot sale as it used to be. Is that what it was? It was a you, 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 you live around. I that lived area, around there it? many yeah. years ago. Right. I lived right around. There. I used to work at the Sally Ho pub. Oh, right. oh, I used to drink back. in there. I had the first, the first snooker club I belonged to. Snooker. Was there, no there was a snooker club around the corner. Yeah, that's the right. Tallyho Snooker Club. Do you, do you know? It was just. It's it was gone like, now, though, hasn't it? I don't know. It was years it ago. And I used to we used to play snooker and then go into the Tallyho. And I used to play a quiz machine in there. Hasn't this been a lovely afternoon of reminiscence? Well, reminiscence is lovely. <laughs> well, look, so best, best of luck with the rest of the tour. It's called Profit Sharing, Ashley Blaker and Imran Yusuf. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate Thank you. it. Really and, you know, it. and best of luck. I hope it goes sort of fantastic well for you. And do it again. We could do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put Christina Aguilera on dirty. Dirty. Dirty to clean my act up. Yeah. If you ain't dirty, you ain't here to party. Ladies, move. Gentlemen, move. Somebody ring the alarm. A fire on the roof. Ring the alarm. And I'm throwing elbows. Ring the alarm. And I'm throwing elbows. Christina Aguilera, Dirty. We're having what we're dealing with in the industry at the moment is dealing with the youth. We are trying to get who are doing our all next social media Instagram shit. live. They are going to go doing all these things. But the yeah, yeah, yes, you too. Oh, yeah, you can put. Well, I think it's nice too. You can hear. You don't have yeah. to. Not everyone uh, likes to. We're joined now by Dino Fetcher and Tania Miller. Hello. Hello. How are we? Hello. Hello. Good Very thanks. Are you doing all your social media stuff? I noticed that. Yep. Do you know what? This is the story of my life in the studio. The last <laughs> thing that's taken into consideration is the actual radio. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, no, it is. I've got people coming in, constantly moving cameras about and stuff, so you can do social media. Yeah. But it's ruining the actual show. Oh, it's not. In order to. We're all having a nice show. time, but, aren't you know, we? This is the first time I've ever used Instagram Live. So. It's well. Yeah, How old are you? Well. I'm 30 years old. Well, grow up. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. You just like it streams it constantly, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think. And, what, and what's the point of it? So you know, look, people, you people like messaging now going, yeah. hi. Ian, get Hello. on board, Grandad. This, yeah. this is the future. It's, the future. it's not going to go backwards yes, now. No, it, means it, it means that you're not... Look at this. That, that exactly what's what I'm saying. Well, I'm pressing. I'm with you. I'm looking at you. It means you're not concentrating on what you're actually doing. Guns and chasing. Guns and chasing. You're not. Baby, you have my full attention. You're clearly not concentrating because you're too busy doing your social media. Yeah. And then right. what will happen then is the social media will be a huge success and the radio shows a write-off. No, 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 because no, they're adding to it. They're adding some exactly. stuff on the screen it's all for you. to bring up Fine. stuff. It's all for so you, just yeah. get, get with Fine. it. What do you want to promote? <laughs> years and years. Let's talk about that. We've got 22 minutes. Come on. <laughs> well, it's a hit, um, isn't it? I don't know about years and years. Yeah. I don't watch any telly. That's the thing. So it's not... Okay. Um, it isn't... Uh, again, there we go. There we go. That's a problem. Both drank at the same time. Why is that a problem? What you need to do is you need to sink it. One of you is doing it, so yeah, okay. that's right. Okay. Okay. Um, Noted. I don't, no, I don't, I, I tell you what I don't, what I struggle, I, I really wish I did, because I enjoy it, I Ooh, do enjoy yeah. it. 
and I just find my time management is so poor that I can't invest in something that's long running or certainly something that's like like Game of Thrones, for example, it's just a write-off yeah. yeah. to me. I can't, no. wouldn't be able to start season it Season one, I'm on season one. What, Halfway I wouldn't, I, do, you, do you still want to watch it or do you feel I like do. maybe I mean, it might lot. take me a few years, but uh, I think <laughs> I'll get there. It's a lot to deal with. It but. is a lot, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it, you've got a whole journey to go on. Oh man. It's very exciting. Oh. I, I've still not seen the end of the, um, I'm on the, uh, the newest one, but. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. They'll die at the end. Ruined it for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. No. I've got no idea. <laughs> they don't all. Yeah. Actually, no. Oh, not spoiler. They don't all, so some do. But some of them die of at the end. But I, I, you've watched well, Game yeah. of Thrones, so yeah, some of them die every series. Yeah, it's not that big a spoiler. What are you doing? You're trying to get it on you. Tania, She's moving what, my Tania, Instagram what are you doing? to be on her. Now, Tania, have you got any idea how awful this sounds on the radio for people that are just listening to the audio? Just people mucking about with the phones? Not me, her. Huh? No, you're doing very well, do you know? Oh, thank you. It's Tania who's, who's the issue in this room at the moment. Oh my God, I'm taking you back to school. <laughs> <laughs> it was my school. It was exactly a lovely child, but um, could do better. Just distracted. <laughs> Get distracted. Very chatty in class. Would excel if she only applied herself to concentrate. Oh my God, that was it. You see, I couldn't even remember what it said in the school book, but it was those words that made Because you were concentrating. Well. I know. Yeah, so if I'm seeing it now, having known you for five minutes... Oh Lord, is there perhaps some weight to this? Maybe a smidge. Well, shall we, shall we, shall we, shall we, shall we in our remaining time here today, shall we try and sort that out? Yeah. Let's sort it out. I mean, if you could cure me, that it would be great. Yeah, then whoever, whoever the next person you're into, will get the benefits of that. But I don't mind that. I don't mean. Meanwhile, your show's ruined. I'll fall on my sword if it means that some other poor presenter doesn't have to sit through this during their show. Well, another presenter here, Harriet, actually says that she's hearing you and watching Dino live at the moment. So say hi to Harriet. Is hi, Harriet. Harriet. Yeah. It's just. Thank Weird life. It's the a new way, way of living, Ian. It's very Embrace tiring. it or what, get off. What, what, what's the new way of living now? With this. Oh, okay. See, for me, I'm Sorry. not faced by this because this happens all the time. And generally, people in they don't normally tell you. They just go live on stuff. Okay. They film the whole thing. It's see, all. So we're polite. See, see yeah, yeah, you are. There you go. Yeah. But we discussed it. Yeah. See, I'm this very used happens. to this. this is what, what you're doing, what's happened there is we've rewarded bad behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> and we've validated bad behaviour, which means that nobody has learned at the end of it. Um. Mm. Anyway, years and years on BBC. Years and years. Why haven't you watched Years and Years, Ian? What's wrong with you? Um, I reckon there would be a queue before it of stuff that I'm meant to watch that I've not okay. watched. And that's no disrespect to the programme. That's just the thing of like going, I can't, I've literally not got the hours in the day. So, uh, and if I did have, I'd probably love it. Well, do you want me to tell you what it's about? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so it's don't, about don't this. Don't spoil it too much. I won't give any spoilers. Yeah. Right. But it's about a family called the Lions Family. Yeah. And it follows um, them 15 years into the future on the path that we're following at the moment in terms of what's going on with technology. Politically. Um, politically, socially. Yeah. And it's so quite So go back a bit. So go back. So it follows yeah. them. It's 15 years in the future it from now. Of, yeah, it starts now and then it accelerates into the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember we had chunks. Maxim on the show who told us about that? Maxim Baldry. No. You came in before, it, just before it aired. I know I appreciate I book a lot of TV people for you. Yeah, yeah the same show as the Chernobyl guy. I've spoken to everybody what Chernobyl from Chernobyl guy? Oh, life. Robert Ems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was great. And so that's, I'm watching that at the moment. Highest rated. Yeah, good, good show, good show. Yeah. As I, is years and years. <laughs> You've not seen that either. <laughs> well, my brother's told me to watch that as well, so that might have nudged ahead of the game. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What do we have to do today to, to nudge us ahead? Convince my brother to tell me to watch it. But yeah. then, Gareth. What's your brother's What's name? name? Gareth. 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 
Get your brother Ian to bloody watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, we're from Lancashire, not Yorkshire. But that was close. That was close. <laughs> Hold on, Lee Latchford Evans is in it. We've talked about the latch a lot on the, the show, latch. and he makes an appearance in an episode. In years and years. From Steps. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're yes. meant to be selling this to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I didn't him. know. Is it? You need to say Lee from Steps. Then you know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we, no, we've talked about the latch quite a lot. In fact, someone that used to work on the show texted me one week and was like, oh my God, with a screenshot going, the latch is on. Was really <laughs> Will was really excited about it. There was one day on this show where I got slightly obsessed with getting him on the show. Oh, okay. Because uh, I've, I've only met him once. <laughs> I met him one time because um, he used to go out with Pooja Shah. Were you like a big Steps fan? God, no. That was okay. ridiculous. Who <laughs> was In fact, I had to stand up about Steps. I, I remember this the other day, I forgot about it, where I used to slag off Steps on stage and I used to particularly um, focus on H. The oh, hyper, do you know that's what it stands for? Hyper, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. But he was the focus of my anger on stage. Oh, and I, really? I used to have a line that said, um, uh, he loves being in steps, doesn't he? He's always waving and sticking his tongue out. At least the dark-haired lad has the common decency to look a bit fucking embarrassed about being in steps. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, no, that was pretty, that was pretty, pretty brutal. Wow. Um, but H's life got sort of ruined, didn't it? Because he had the same name as your man. Yeah, from the he had Ian Watkins. On, yeah. Ian Watkins. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Do you reckon he sued though and got a lot of? I think he, he did. Done. I think he went to court about something. I'm glad he would have. I hope he did because he would deserve it for the amount of stuff he got on Twitter. And like, also, yeah. why would I be still if I've just been um, convicted? I'm, he's still tweeting away, and they're still going. Because why people are, allowed are idiots. They yeah. are idiots. That's very true. <laughs> Absolutely, actually. Idiots. they are stupid. Look at John Lewis got every Christmas. Oh yeah. Have you seen the guy on Twitter? He says again. None of these complaints are for me. It's John Lewis. Um, some guy in America called John Lewis. So people get it wrong on oh, Twitter and just tweet him constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think there's some people who just presume that will be their Twitter. Oh, John okay. Lewis will do that and he just gets all this stuff all the time. Um, okay, go on. So you go, I've got so far 15 years in the future. So, yes. Yeah. Goes into the future yeah. and explores kind of. Um, it's set in our world, so it's exploring right. the the path that we're on in terms of what's happening in America, what's happening in in our government, in yeah. our world. Yeah, the EU. Try not to give anything away. Yeah, it's quite dark. It, it, okay, I'd it like is that. dark, but it's also really hopeful. I think absolutely. Um, what I don't hope? like hope. <laughs> no hope. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'd say the darkness is Because everything goes wrong, otherwise I'm not watching it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> otherwise you're sugarcoating I mean, this. it's, it's yeah. scary in places, but okay. then, you know, you're sort of like, you one minute you're sort of laughing your head off, and the next minute you're yeah. in tears, aren't you? Or, or just shock horror, like, oh my God, that's so fucking close to life. Mm. Yeah. Um, would you agree, right? I would, yes. Um, that, 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 that's what makes it really scary. It's really positive. How many seasons have there been so far? Seasons. What? We are this, on season. No, this, this, well, first. Season. this first okay, season there's six yes. episodes, right? Yes. And the next okay, one is on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it's easy, right? Nice. It's on American one exactly. where there's twenty five episodes. So it's just new? a six part. Yeah, it's, it's new. new. We're on the fourth episode tomorrow, but you can't start tomorrow. You could have Googled this. No, but you cannot you can eye play. It's not eye play. Gabby Rosen yesterday did her research. She even knew it was like get Mr. Gay UK two thousand and nine. And which one that was amazing. The face she was like, Oh, why'd you keep bringing that up? Because I told you to say it. You did, you paid me. Are you Mr. Gay UK? No, I'm not. It's a joke. (laughs) No, you can't. See, all your Instagram followers have just seen you do that. So you tried to do something to tell it to be quiet. But but everyone has seen it now because you're on the link. I was in 2009, 10 years ago. Were you really? What did you have to do for that? Just uh, basically wear a. uh, (laughs) 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 Costume round. For how long? Costume round. (laughs) And I was a rugby player. 
Really? How did you what? I had to, there was like a costume round. I was a Welsh rugby player. I got interviewed. It was, it was yeah, it was fun. Oh. I won. Where did you, who did you play rugby for? I, I, I didn't. It was just oh, a you costume. You dress up as one. You, you had to have a costume. That's that quite a commitment. A you actually have to go and play rugby. Do you I be mean, just no, to get, <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to go and play a match? I don't know. <laughs> That's a question. There's loads of gay rugby players. No, I know, but I thought for the competition, it'd be a bit much to send him out to play a rugby match. Just to come in, you have to play a rugby match, you have to right. do that. No. It and was what, just a costume. What was your prize? What did you win? Just the title? Um, a holiday in Tenerife and some oh, cash. Oh, that's, that's good. Thank you. Holiday that's good. in Tenerife, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was glam. <laughs> Not. So, who did you go with? My well, last mate, Lucy, no. from home. Now, you, oh. don't, Goose. you don't seem like you're proud of it particularly. No, you know what? It was a really great experience. It really was. I worked with amazing charities, and it was great. And I learned a lot from it. Yeah, yeah, It's just one of those things that you do when you are much younger, it's and it makes you cringe. You know, go, isn't that difficult? So isn't that really, really hard? That, that is a difficult thing, and that's the thing about the idea of thinking further down the line. Yeah. And it's like, so if you had desires on being, uh, you know, I always have, yeah. Stuff. But it was kind of like I entered on a whim in a club, and you're drunk, and they're like, oh, you should enter, you should enter. And I was like, okay. And then I won my heat. <laughs> what did you say? Okay. <laughs> but I actually I didn't win my heat I came second okay. oh. but then the first guy who won was disqualified for being straight was that Jay- <laughs> do you know what I was going to say that as a joke is that genuine what happened and Amazing. then so I went to the final and it was all paid for and I was like Ooh, I was 19 and then I somehow I won and I was like oh fuck I won so were you not worried then when you went on yeah, the prize holiday with the lass uh, what do you mean? Like, that like, was like, going to blow like, my like, cover? Yeah, like they might go, well, I'm gone. No. Is <laughs> this lady is second? I was it. not. <laughs> right, okay, fine. You thought you could, yeah, you convinced me. Yeah, it's fine. Um, no, that, I think that is interesting when you have something like that and you pass. Yeah. If you hadn't won it, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, but exactly. Because you won it. That's an, isn't that, that was the first thing? thing that went through my head when I won. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went, oh, shit. And it was right. like, for me, it was what a thing was the in cash? my head. How much cash was it? Two grand. Okay, so that's that's a fair chunk of wedge. Yeah, because right. this is what I've always wanted to do, and it was like you know a thing you're told a lot. I don't think it's true so much anymore, but mm. being gay and stuff, I was like it's gonna be a big obstacle, but it really hasn't been. No, no, it wouldn't be. I don't think. No, oh, but I, mean, I say that as someone that wouldn't know if it would be or not. But uh, my presumption now is that these things aren't the speed bumps that they once were. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think it's different, I th- and I think I made the decision to not live a lie yeah because uh, I don't think I'll be able to look myself in the mirror really you know? which have you, but you see there's an interesting so it's a thing kind of, that's kind of run through the show today because we spoke to Mina earlier on mm, who was guess, French yeah. she was a French girl but she has no French accent at all now and she deliberately drops her French oh, accent really? she said it's RP she's speaking mm. like essentially RP mm. she was amazing she was really really wonderful um, but she was saying that she didn't think that she would be cast in French parts yeah, well, she said Cause, that over here. she wasn't white. Right, yeah. Is, is what, that was her conclusion. Oh, right, yeah. So she just yeah. dropped the Frenchness. Yeah. And then came here well, and then cast here. Because in France, yeah. as she said, especially in TV, there's very few non-white uh, lead actresses yeah. in shows. There are far, a few male, but, uh, not, male, but, but not, not really women no, not in France, no. Yeah. Mm. Saying we've, um, when I left drama school, I could do pretty mean... Northern Irish accent, and I thought, well, I'll never use that, will I? Good. <laughs> <laughs> There's radio. You could have done it on radio. Hi, I'm Kai. So I understand. Yeah, you can. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, well, I'm, I'm more on board than to watch it if there's only four episodes gone. 
Yeah. yeah, and they're all on but, iPlayer but as well, exactly. aren't they? So you can catch up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think internet, actually, can I just say, I think I think awful. it's better now. I prefer watching several episodes in a row. I actually get frustrated, and that's the Netflix thing, isn't it? Where I get annoyed if it's only yeah. one, and I go, right, Lots I want to see say more. That. Like, I haven't yeah. watched it because they want to binge. Ooh, I get that. I do. I, I do love a binge watch. Yeah, it's nice. Although right. right. when you're trying to get to sleep at two o'clock in the morning, just one more. Yeah, just one more. How long are the apps? An hour. an hour. An hour, okay. No adverts because it's BBC. Oh, so, yeah, so it's full hour. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, again, that's that, I'd, I'd rather watch it when I didn't have a complete... I'll tell you what I watched the other day. What I did watch was mm. The Virtues. Oh, yeah, I really want to see oh, that. Oh, that's the oh, Shea yeah. Meadows thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I would like to see that. Back to back. Good. I wish I hadn't watched them back to back. They're, they're heavy, bleak, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, slow, yeah, yeah. Very, very slow. I thought you liked Bleak, though. I yes, do. Yes, Okay. I do. But it was slow as well. By design. It was good, good slow, but that sort of slow would have been better separated. In, in chunks. I see, yeah. <laughs> it was like watching Wait and Godot three times. Okay. <laughs> well, I know yeah. what you could have done. You could have watched watch it once and love it. I couldn't watch it three times in a row. And then they did Endgame in the interval. <laughs> so that's how it feels. Right, we should have watched one of the virtues, one years and years, one virtues, yep. one year, like that back and forth, and then that's done, right? I'm not yep. saying at any point I'm in the right here. I'm okay. saying it, it is bad form for me to certainly not watch a show that I've got guests from. Yeah. <laughs> But I am meeting them clean. So I'm meeting them now like that's I'm I'm not swayed by their character or anything. I'm meeting them as human beings straight right. away. Yeah. And then mm. afterwards I can go and say, Oh look how talented they are in that show. I met them or people. Not. <laughs> 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 yeah, I won't tell you anything. <laughs> Call us up after. Well, you did say that about the H, right? You know, you called him out. <laughs> no mercy there. Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't Why? actually dislike him because of the whole thing. You should get rubbish. him on this show. H. H, yeah. H from steps. I yeah. think that I think that is an accident waiting to happen. What would you, what do you mean? An accidentally popping into the studio? Do you think I would speak about anything else but that bloke from Lost Profits? He, he, but is it, he definitely wouldn't want to speak about that. Exactly. He may not be able to because I don't know if there's a court thing or if he got some money. I don't know. He may not be able to speak about that. I don't think he does it all the time. So, so cancel hard. him it on the show. It's so difficult for me to not bring it up. I try and be very, very artist. <laughs> um, is it second series and stuff like that going ahead? No, no, no. Russell's not really a fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. You haven't even it's got good. a verse in the second series. And I like that too. Yeah, I like exactly. self-contained yeah. very, very much. Yeah. I do like that. But like, yeah, Russell very much, his, most of his work, I think, is kind of self-contained. Yeah, like you worked with him in Cucumber and Banana, right, yeah. right, and that was yeah. self-contained and yeah. amazing as yeah. well, that's so serious. Yeah. Yeah. And how is he to work with Russell? Because he, oh. he does seem like that. So I've never met Russell too. Yeah. And, he's and very generous. That's who you should get on a bloody show. He's hilarious. He's good luck with <laughs> well, I'll send him the clip so you haven't watched the show. I'm yeah, sure he'll come in. I'm sure he'll come on the show. Honestly. <laughs> no, but I've heard, that, I've heard this about him. I've yeah. heard that he's very, I spoke to Bethany about it a little bit, Bethany Black, about yeah. it a little bit. And, and, oh, and she, she, she was saying that quite how, and how supportive he was as well. So yeah, supportive. So, so supportive. You'll get, you know, you get back to the hotel or whatever, you'll send you... Attack. Yeah. So after he's watched so the like, assembly rushes and whatnot. You've done yeah. all your days filming and he'll text mm. you and he's so specific. It's like those rushes here were amazing, mm, mm. great. And then sometimes he'll like be really helpful and say, mm. remember, he can smile. And he's just, mm. he's so invested. Yeah. And mm. so much, pours so much love into every part of it. Yeah. He creates this amazing worlds to work on. And also, you know, even when you're sort of not working on his projects, he'll, he'll email you, yeah, right? Absolutely. If you're doing something, you see yeah. something yeah. like... You know, he, he stays in touch. He says uh, he's really supportive. He's just. A and when you think about that, guy. as a when you think of the logistics of that, mm. so these are things that would be small moments in the the receiver's life, mm-hmm. but very but lovely things to have. Yeah. But if he's doing that with everyone, <laughs> then, then the, the organisation behind doing that yeah. Yeah. speaks volumes for someone. Exactly. Really. You know, something exactly. that would seem casual yeah. is actually that's a huge. He gives deal a lot to of time. That. He gives a lot of time, a lot of his energy, and. 
I just have to say to someone today, I don't, I don't know if he's actually human. Hey, what, Russ? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's actually human. Yeah. What talent in one person. Yeah, and yeah, he's so... Suspicious, right? insight. Mm. And also, like, when you, when you know him, <laughs> he's so just kind of normal and stupid, and then you see his work, and you're like, oh, my God, and that naughty. all came out? Yeah, he's so, so cheeky. What, is he, what, what naughty things has oh, he done? Oh, he loves an innuendo. Oh, he loves an innuendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even leaving him. Just put their mics up my long way. We like guests that can we'll talk. A, we just click click A when you're done. <laughs> well, I know Ian. Actually, you hate me doing this, but I am going to mention because Emma Thompson's in the cast. Yes. Uh, yes. Jessica Hines and yes. Russell Tovey and Rory Kinnear and Maxim Baldry who we had yeah. in there. He hates me doing that and mentioning other cast members, but I am going to do it. These are here. Yeah, you're here, but I'm oh, saying Emma Thompson, bloody hell, right? Emma Thompson, yeah, come on. Epic. Yeah, right. Well done, Emma Thompson. But no, these are in it. They're in it, but they've just agreed with me. Oh my god, Emma Thompson. So we're right. Can we just mention Lydia West as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is a newbie? I oh, know you ain't seen it, but and Jade isn't she? and Jade exactly. I, I don't know what's her last name. Aliana, just Jade. Aliana. Jade. Jade. Yeah. What, what a lovely tribute! <laughs> and Jade, I don't know her last name. <laughs> but yeah, they're great. No, I know it. I just can't oh. say it. Oh, I say you're right, right. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Can't help you. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, okay. Jade. Sorry, well, Jade. It, I'll tell you what the feeling I'm getting then from you all is it seems like it's a fun thing to do, yeah. even though it might be bleak and dark in places, but yeah. it seems like. It, it's that thing, in it, and I say this quite quite a lot, and, and I often don't say it mm. as well because it's, I don't feel that thing, and so I yeah. never mention it. But you can always get a gauge of it, of how good something is, or as potentially is going to be, by how invested the people that are in it actually are. You know, because yeah. you can't fake that. You know, no. we, we've all been on publicity things trying to sell something that we think is rubbish. Yeah, well, yeah. And and it's you actually can't fake it. No. <laughs> it's impossible. No, no yeah. how good you are. Yeah. Um, so I think that's certainly coming off you like quite strongly that it is. Genuinely, so thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think I'll just quote R- Rory Kinnear, who um, on his first. Day if you're going to quote him, you've got to do his voice. Uh, I don't want to show that. Yeah, yeah. Very monotone, isn't he? Yeah, oh my first God, day of like working with her. Emma Thompson is, you know, it's not often that something like this. Uh, it's sort of an answer. The long quote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a laugh it is. For the podcast, we'll slow that down so people can hear what you actually <laughs> said. <laughs> so it'd be a little extra treat. What were you going to say? What was it? What did you actually say? What did Rory say? <laughs> he just said it was. An, it's not. You know, first day of set with Emma Thompson. She said it's. It's not often a script like this lands on your lap. Yeah, it's a real Perfect. gift. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. The next episode is on tomorrow night, it is. nine pm, BBC happen. One. Happen. There yes. we go. Trust Watch me. it. Or, or, or the others are on iPlayer. And now, can I do a quick shout out, please, to my daughter? Because it's her birthday today. Oh. I won't say how old she is because she'll kill me. But happy birthday, Bindi Boo! Why would she kill you? Because oh, she, she's very private. Was like forty or something? How old is she? Bloody cheap. <laughs> 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 uh, listen, thanks ever so much for coming. Really, really appreciate thank it. Thanks, thanks for having us. Best of the rest of the series and stuff. Thank you. And with the not second series, which I love that. <laughs> it better not be. There better not be one. Um, thanks for coming. In. Thanks to all our guests from today. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. Why, why are you talking? I'm fine. Wait, okay. you're no, I'm not. Stop it. I'm not in a strap. Sorry, got to go. Got to go. in a strap. <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.